bring it. We
The Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. In their 63rd season. Talk about a no-hitter, but 
Nothing, nothing is our score. Zach Gallen working on a no-hitter through six Whoa. in game five of Whoa. the World Series. Here's a big at bat here, right, to lead things off. Corey Seager. The one-two pitch. Ground ball, base hit left field. Of course it's Corey Seager. It is always Seager. Breaks up the no-hitter to start the seventh. And then Evan Carter came up, doubled him home. one nothing right. I was like, that's ball game. It is ball game. Simeon came up, hit a giant home run in the ninth, put us up 5 nothing. Oh, man. Oh, was I excited. People are lighting fireworks off in the neighborhood, shooting guns. And they say that Texas ain't a baseball town. Dallas ain't a baseball town. I got something to tell you. Dallas is a fucking baseball town. Last night, mm, by the way, ass family, uh, I hope you will let me indulge. Um, I need to take another day because I'm going to the parade tomorrow. Got to do the parade. Got to do the parade. Got to be there. I, I've been to the Rose Bowl parade. Uh, never had a chance to see the Cowboys parades or Longhorns. But now that I have a chance to see my favorite team, I'm going. So no show tomorrow. The parade starts at noon. Sorry, I hope you can indulge me. It'll be the last show this year I take off. And by, and by the way, the surprise I have in store for you on, I'm, I'm hoping, mon- I think it's Monday. Oh, you're, you're, gonna, you're going to allow it. You're going to allow it. That's all I'm going to say. But uh, I, like I said, I, I'm, I'm so all over the place right now. I didn't even finish watching wrestling last night. I was going back and forth in between innings to wrestling because that was the good luck channel. And uh, and and then once the Rangers won, I just watched all the postgame stuff. So, I mean, I was up till like 1 o'clock last night. It, it was amazing. So, let's say some good mornings. Let's get the show started. Blake Child Joe Murphy is coming in early because we have a lot to talk about, including dissecting this game. Uh, but first one here today. Let's say good morning to my man. Why are those backed up? That's weird. They should not be that way. There we go. My mate, red and white. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. Yes, he says congratulations to the Rangers. Hold on. I was actually first one here because I said buckle up, y'all. But red and white was here. Took a few few shots in your honor to hopefully save your sobriety, Arnie. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. The sobriety, like I said, intact. Colin and my man, Jameson. Grab his dick and twist it. Oh, my God. Oh, dick twist. Colin, good morning to you. Jameson, my man, today is a big day. Wear your ranger gear, if you have any. I mean, you should, but if you don't, no big deal. Mage. Good morning, Ass and AIG. How about those Rangers? Yeah, how about those fucking Rangers? Yeah. yeah, yeah I don't know why that's on. Oh, that's for Freedom Girl, in case she's listening. Uh, Warbird in the house. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Good morning, 
morning. I'm here to celebrate with y'all, well, uh, and Joe Murphy. Yeah, Joe Murphy coming up early, probably another 15, 20 minutes. Uh, Braddy Kid is in the house. There she is. Oh, my lucky stars. Oh, man, what is she going to say today? Let's see. She's going to say. Spores, kicks, and fires. He struck him out looking. It's over. It's over. Rangers have won the World Series. Yeah, yeah, they have. Ranger fans, you're not dreaming. Nope. The Rangers are the World Series champions. After 52 years in Texas. Long years. 63 years of the franchise. Oh, fuck the, the, ma- fuck the Senators. Nobody cares about the Washington Senators. Keyless Chuck. I'm Chucky. He's something, isn't he? He says, good morning, ass family. Glad to see you, Rangers. And you were able to retire the hat. Have an awesome Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy day, one and all. Yes, I posted the picture today. Uh, the 89 Ranger hat is retired next to the Cardinal hat on my dad's picture. So uh, just awesome. Awesome shit right there. Good Darren is in the house. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. It says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. I expect a lot of whooping and yelling to start the show and possibly a show full of sports. I have other stuff in here, but we have a lot of sports to get to and not just the Rangers. We got college football. We got the NFL to talk about. There's a game tonight. Got to talk about this weird basketball tournament. An icon died yesterday. So lots and lots to get to. Uh, today on the big show, Kale. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Yeah, <laughs> the idiot's like <clears throat> John Smoltz out there thinking the Rangers would lose. Uh, so morning to you, Hot Mama. Fuck your mama. Says good morning, ass. Congrats to the big man and the Rangers. So happy for Corey Seager, first player to win MVP in both leagues. Yes, only the second position player to ever win two uh, World Series MVPs. Reggie. Corey Seager, oh, who, who, uh, oh, Sandy Koufax, and Bob Gibson. Only guys to ever win multiple MVPs of the World Series. It was fantastic. But Derek. Becca, Becca. He says, morning, ass family. No, that's not it. Becca. And congratulations to Mr. Ass, also known as Arnie, for the Rangers win. Thank you. You're out. He's fantastic. Yeah. Hey, just a great guy and really uh, – very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. I do. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. He says, uh, good morning and congratulations to the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Chaz Man. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. He says, happy Friday Eve, ass family. Missed yesterday because of jury duty, and then I didn't even get on the jury, and then had to go to work. What a crock of shit. Let's have a fantastic day, and how can you not with Dr. States and Joe Murphy? Indeed to that, my friend. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Ralphie! Like a pink nightmare. Says, good morning, glorious ass family. May your day be filled with joy. Oh, my day is already filled with joy. Oh. They opened, like, all the Academy sports stores last night, late, and and, and I called a few of them. They don't have any fat guy sizes, so fuck them, fucking bastards. Ain't going there today. Hockey player! Good morning, ass family. Congrats, Arnie. Is this like when the Blackhawks won for you? Yeah, this, this is a big one for me. This is bigger than the Cowboys. This is even bigger than the Longhorns. This one's huge. A.A. Ron. 
says, morning, ass family. Good for you, Arnie. Thank you. Uh, congratulations, Rangers. That's from Chazman. Keyless Chuck says, I would have listened out loud while waiting. Chazman might have gotten excused earlier. Yeah, that might get you either excused or thrown in contempt of court. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not sure which one you want, but uh, either one's fine. Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Why does this keep moving all the time? God damn it. Stop moving up here. All my sound effects moving all around, go, go driving me crazy. Uh, Sanchez family says, yo, safety guy. Safe repair, safe replace. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Did something happen? Oh, yeah. How about those Rangers? Walker is proud. <laughs> yes, Ranger Walker. Cordell Walker is very happy. Maid says, are you buying a Rangers champions hat? Probably not a hat. I, I, I want a shirt. Uh, I, I've already sent uh, an email to 4T5 Printing, uh, and he's working on a really cool Ranger shirt already for me. But I, I do need a championship shirt. I, I mean, that, I, I have to have one. Gold! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Hey, yo! Says, good morning, ask. Well, I'll be damned. The Rangers are the world champions. Happy for you, big man. I'm sure Pops is smiling down. Oh, we had a great conversation last night. Oh, it was a good one. Uh... Chasmin says, very true, Chuck Ogre. Woo! Says, buenos dias, familia. Congrats to the 2023 World Series champs, the Texas Bochies. <laughs> He's got four. And by the way, I'm, I'm calling it right now. Calling it. I know I probably called it yesterday. Bochy's going to do something he didn't do in San Francisco. He's going back-to-back, baby. This team is built. This team is built. This team is like Nell Carter in the 80s. Built and meant for some speed right there. Panda! Oh, I love trash. Good morning, ass family. Congrats on the Rangers winning the World Series, big guy. Chuck says, uh, I had jury duty over the summer and found out that as an employee of the school district, I would not get the pittance of money paid. I was selected for a jury. Interesting. Well, that sucks. That's bullshit. Uh, Hangtown Mike. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarro. He really is. He says, Rangers win the series for the first time in 52 years. I never lost faith in the Rangers. Had to keep the momentum going even when the faithful were on the edge. By the way, that was me. Uh, being a Yankees fan and predicting the Rangers would go uh, and win the series this year was hard. I was hoping for a Rangers-Yankees ALCS. Oh, I'm glad that didn't happen. I hate playing the fucking Yankees. Oh, my God. Uh, let's see here. Uh, uh, Jeff! Finally, champ. Should have won it last time. Dumbass Nelson Cruz. Fucking Nelson Cruz and David Freeze. God almighty. By the way, still painful. Still painful. Hey, look, look, the, the championship's great, but that 2011 team was pretty damn good. Euphoria last night watching the strike drop in. Oh, it was fantastic. Oh, when he threw that big hook at the end of the game. Oh, my God. It, 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 was, it was pretty fantastic. Gibby! Holy Jesus. A jelly donut? Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. yeah I, I wish I had a jelly donut right now. I, I had some potatoes this morning. I needed something starchy in me because, man, oh, man. 
I, I'm just all over the place. Scott! Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Says, uh, good morning, Arnie. Nice family. Get ready for a year of Arnie saying Texas is uh, the home of your 2023 champion, Texas Rangers. You're goddamn right about that. Stink fist! Says, good morning, ass. Well, congratulations, Arnie. I'm happy for you. Also happy for my former athletics, uh, Marcus Simeon, Jonah Heim, and Robbie Grossman. Now, to be honest, did you shed a tear, you pussy? Because I would. Oh, I've been crying like a fucking baby. I, 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 look, I, I'm, I'm fucking worthless. I, 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 look, I'm just going to tell you right now. It's not going to hit me until uh, opening day. When, because oh, I'm going to opening day. If, if the ass family want to get me anything at all for Christmas, get me, oh, get me two opening day tickets. That's all I want. I want to see the pennant. Then I can die. Uh, Kyle says you sound like Mike Tyson. Well, yes, I kind of do. If I would do the Michael Cera, oh wow, I could really do good Tyson there. Now I've got to give myself a pat on the back when you were losing. Uh, it, when they struggled earlier in the season, I told you Bochy's a late season coach and his team's turned it on. Look, look I didn't give enough credit. Bochy is a fucking savant. That that's all there is to it. Sawyer's dad says, "Good morning, Arnie. Looks like your Rangers didn't let you down." Nope. Please put your teeth in. Uh, your toothless broadcast is giving me flashbacks to my dad late at night uh, when he took his teeth out. It was hard to take his scolding or cursing seriously with no teeth and the slurred words. Kale says, please put your teeth in. Hall of Fame broadcaster Dr. Saints, you deserve it. Uh, I would expect you to miss, uh, wouldn't expect you to miss the parade. Uh, Gold says, fuck yeah, you got to do the parade. Uh, I knew they were going to win. This is Mike, Hangtown Mike. They just had to let the Diamondbacks win one just because they didn't want to have to clean the locker rooms after the celebration. Amen. Uh, Cowboys girl in the house. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says, good morning, Arnie. Rangers win the World Series, baby. Why are your teeth out? Because I uh, I just, they were bothering me. I, 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 and I, I'm chewing a lot of tobacco because I'm just all so, so happy. Tie 7799. That's a new one. Says, good morning, ass. Congratulations to the Rangers. Thank you. Gold says, I'll sport my Rangers t-shirt bought to uh, fuck with my Giants fan friends when they beat them years ago. Now I can give them business for letting Bochy walk. Somebody asked Corey Seager last night. He wouldn't answer the question. Uh, he, 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 he didn't refuse to. He just didn't answer it. They asked him, why did the Dodgers let you go? I, I don't care. He's ours now. Leave him alone. Corey Seager is a Ranger. Corey Seager could go down as the greatest Texas Ranger of all time. And that is some, that is, that, those are some big boots to fill right there. I'm just telling you, winning a World Series here, huge. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Yeah, damn right, says good morning, y'all. Uh, Red and White says, did you cry? I did, I did. Uh, 89, that's when I was born. Thank you so much, Steph. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigger repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. Yes, yes. I, 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 my, the hat that I retired today is, is older than you are. Good Lord. I've never been blessed to be a championship fan, so I am living uh, vicariously uh, through your excitement. Cowboys Ryan. How about them Cowboys? Yeah! 
says, congratulations, Arnie. Maybe this will light a fire under the Jones family to get our Cowboys a championship. Jesus, I can only hope. Ruby in the house. Oh, my God. I don't even have walk-up music for, uh, I mean, uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. Th th this is perfect for Ruby. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. Th there you go. Says, Rangers, woot, woot. Yeah, buddy. Uh, I actually have a Bobby Knight story if anyone wants to hear when it comes up. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, because we have to talk about Bobby Knight passing away because Bobby Knight was the truth. Tim and Nicole. Good morning, friends. Had to log in this morning to say how excited we are that the Rangers won. I appreciate that. There's Stackar. Says, did I hear my flutes? Good morning, and congrats to the Rangers. Appreciate that, my friend. Uh, don't Do not uh, forget the record set by rookie Evan Carter, most doubles in the playoff series. I'll tell you this right now. I know I said this probably last week. The Texas Rangers won the World Series because of Evan Carter. Evan Carter was brought up when Adolis Garcia ran into a wall, messed up his knee, and that was right around September 1st, and the Rangers were going through just dog shit then. They were losing just terrible games. And I remember when they brought him up, I'm sitting there going, wait a second, we got bench guys that have been playing all year. Who the fuck is this rookie? And I was not happy. I will tell you that right now. But all that kid did was produce. That's all he did. By the way, I'm breaking a rule of the show today. I am wearing a Rangers hat. I am not wearing a letter A hat today. I am wearing a Rangers hat today. Um, but uh, Evan Carter was, he was the spark plug for this team. He's going to be an everyday player next year, and we've got an even younger guy who's better than him in the minors right now that we'll probably call up. Oh, not to mention Jacob DeGrom will be back next year. Max Scherzer will be healthy next year. Native Baldy is on the team next year. If we sign Montgomery, we have four solid starters already. And I have the odds. I've seen the odds and, and what they are for next year, and we'll go over that with Joe here in a couple minutes. Uh, but, man, oh, man, what, what a night it was. Uh... There's my main man, Christopher. You fucking whore. Fuck you. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher says, congratulations, buddy. I'd like to point out that the first season uh, with your uh, baseball bat mug is one when the Rangers take it all. Dr. Pepper floats in a baseball bat was the key to victory. Yes. Yes, my friend, it was. Thank you, Christopher. Sunshine State. The Sunshine State. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Uh, says, good morning, uh, Casa de la Ass. Well, good morning to you. Gold says, Las Vegas A's next year's champs. No way in hell. Uh, my calendar says, today is the day of dead R.I.P. A.Z.D. bags. There you go. There you go. There's my man. It's T-shirt time? Uh-oh. 12-10 is T-shirt time. It is 12-10. It's T-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So annoying. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just trying to let everybody know so they put their T-shirts on. 
says, good morning, assholes. Congrats to the Rangers World Series champ, T. Coming. Fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> I just got a, a text from my friend uh, Kyle, who I, he, sometimes he listens, uh, in Sacramento. He just sent a, a, a text that said, God rewards the only team that doesn't have a pride night with a World Series win. <laughs> oh, and without your teeth, you sound like a retard. Well, thank you, Dago Roy. Or Dago, I'm, I'm sorry, Dago, Dago. Da- Dago, not Dago, sorry. Um, Battleborn Battle in the house. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Says, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. Congratulations, Rangers. Uh, Stinkfist says, my wife wanted to go to the A's game on Mother's Day. Uh, it was my son's first game. He was 18 months old. Well, it just so happened that shitty pitcher extraordinaire Dallas Braden threw a perfect game after the last out. I was crying like a bitch. Oh, I can imagine. I remember that. That was that was pretty damn awesome. Pink Taco Lunch. You know, that make your pussy throb right ah. there. There it is. Yo, I asked family, happy Thursday. Uh, Corey Seeker had no intention on resign, uh, re-signing with the Dodgers. He wanted to get closer to home. Plus, the Dodgers thought they had two replacements at shortstop, and they were wrong. Jim! Nobody fucks with the Jesus. No, what's good, ass family? You know, Rangers are the world champs. Oh, I hear you. I've wondered for years why the Dodgers thought uh, Trey Turner was a better option than Seager. I have a train each day. We'll have to catch it on the podcast, okay? With your teeth out, all I can think about is a solid gummer. Well, that's lovely. Wait a minute. Didn't one of the hosts of the show that predict the World, World Series would be Rangers in five? I do believe I did. I didn't want it to be five. I wanted it to be six because I wanted them to clinch here, and then I said, no, I'll take it at five. Uh, we have Dagos listening now. Preach, you're not kidding. We're going to have a lot of bad men next season coming back. The team right now reminds me of the Astros from 10 years ago, right at the start of the championship window. I think last night was a year ahead of schedule. We're going back to back here again. Damn right we are. I feel it. So I got all all that good stuff out of the way. Now let, let's set up this uh, phone thing here so I can call Joe. Uh, and talk about the series, and then we'll talk about college football, we'll talk about the NBA, we'll talk about all kinds of stuff uh, coming up that isn't Ranger stuff. So I promise you, we're going to do stuff today that isn't Ranger stuff. Uh, Let's see, 12, 15. Have to text Tommy, see if he's going to the uh, parade. But now we got called Joe. Please leave your message for... Okay. Uh-oh, boy, that's not good. Let's see. I think I have another number for him somewhere in here. No, that's not it. No. Let's see. I think this, this is the number for Joe. I don't know if this number will work. Texted him, but I don't know if he got it. Hello. Uh, Joe Murphy? 
Is this Joe Murphy Enterprises? Now he's calling on the right phone. Guaranteed. What? <laughs> Hold on. We have an ongoing call. What, what number do you want me to call you? This number or the other number? I told you. I listen, I know you're celebrating. You're out of control. <laughs> I said call the corporate line. Is Please that... call back on the corporate line. Thank you. Okay. I'll call back on the corporate line. You didn't answer the corporate line first time, dickhead. Uh, all right, we're going to call him back now on the corporate line. How does Joe Murphy have more than one phone number? Uh, good morning, Arnie Nass family. Uh, maybe his ice maker is on the fritz. Please leave your message for 775. Answer. No worries. This is this is live radio. All right. Let's try Joe Murphy one more time. Got to have a phone for a sex work. Oh, that's true. That is very true. Yeah, I'm I'm calling him back on the other number. Because this is not making me happy. Please leave your message. No, I'm not leaving a message. God damn it, Joe. <sighs> you know, I apologize, Tony. <laughs> your other phone is ass. Why? If you want to call me on your corporate number, you can call me because you're not answering. Okay, we're live. I apologize. That's okay. I mean, I mean, if you want to call me back on your other number, it was just going straight to voicemail. No. I have a checkpoint, a 20-point checkpoint. And only 19 were checked. The phone was uh, off when you I, called. Okay. <laughs> do, do you want me to call it back now? Uh, hold on. We're, we're, it's, it's firing up right now. You know, it's got to go through a couple servers. <laughs> well, you know, it yeah, takes yeah. a minute. It's not some gypsy G you know, <laughs> thing that you're working with. You know, this is a complete an operation. Is, is uh, this I, I happen to stay out late for the Ranger party. Yeah. I, 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 I was up quite, uh, quite late as well. I knew you were. I knew you were having a burger with onions last night, right? <laughs> oh, at least one. I, I, I had hot dogs yesterday. You know, I I really did. The first thing when they won is I thought, I know Arnie. I know how special that is, and I know he's uh, you know, he's completely fired up, and he's probably dropping a couple of tears. I almost mm-hmm. played Kiss. Tears have fallen. <laughs> nice. But, yeah, and then, but then I'm serious. Like two hours later, my very first Facebook po- uh, thing I saw was uh, you giving you the props to Dad. Like you know, they, they finally we got him. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, I, I mean, I mean, he he, I had a long conversation with him. He says thanks for the heaven layer dip, by the way. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, she makes a mean. My mom makes a mean layer dip. And what's so funny about yesterday? That was exactly to the day thirty years ago. 
that I watched me and my mom watch Mitch Williams get jacked by Joe Carter in the bottom of the ninth to win it. And he had stayed at my house. Mitch Williams had lived at my house when he was in uh, single A ball. What? Mitch Williams lived at your house? No kidding. You've never talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the 30-day anniversary. 30-year anniversary, I mean, from uh, yesterday. I still remember sitting in the living room because the only reason my mom was interested because Mitch Williams was up there, the, you know, the, 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 she cooked him steaks at 10.30 at night after he got up uh, or got done getting walking 36 guys. <laughs> that is true. You know what's so funny about that is that 30 years ago, you bring up game six of that World Series against the Phillies. Um, do you know where I was? Um, this is a true story. Hand to God story here. Um I was at the, Shelby, Shelby I, County Jail. No, no, I was at the Pioneer oh. uh, Performing Arts Center in Reno, Nevada. Because, Thirty years ago, so it was Game Seven. He went in Game no, Six. No, no, he game almost six. won. He got thrown out of the plate or something like that. But it went. That's why it was so epic. It was bottom of the ninth, Game Seven. No, it was but, Game uh, Six. It was Game Six because it clinched the World Series, but it was not Game Seven. I think you better look it up. That, that what was Game Six over on Make It Big? Well, you better it, look it up, buddy. Oh, I I, I am uh, Joe <laughs> Carter, uh, home 93. run, World Series. Ninety three. Uh huh. Uh, let's see. Uh, did Joe Carter hit a walk off home run in the World Series? Uh, let's see. Uh, it was the first time, still the only time, a player hit a walk-off home run while trailing in the bottom of the ninth inning. Game time. Watch the Bucks game. Well, what? Giannis already got 20 oh, no, points no, no. in the first. Turn that shit down. Uh, I'm sorry. It was ecstatic. Uh, what game? What game? 93. 1993. Ah, World Series. Ah. Back on home soil for game six. On October 23rd, the Jays saw a four-run lead evaporate when the Phillies played at five in the seventh, down one in the bottom of the ninth with the top of their powerhouse due. Blue Jays would see one of their own given a chance at immortality, Joe Carter. Game six, motherfucker. Don't question me. You know where I was? This is where I was. I was at the, the Pioneer Performing Arts Center because my father and I had bought season tickets to the fucking Reno Ballet for my mother. And this was the one event that was left. He had gone to all of them before, and I said I'd go to one. I had to go to this one. I missed it. I didn't even see it happen. Well, you know me. I'm, I donate to the arts, to the uh, <laughs> symphony and the, you know, the, 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 you know, the uh, little theater yeah, here oh yeah, and yeah. also the Metropolitan uh, Arts Museum. I, I'm very philanthropic. Uh, philanthropic. Oh, I, we we all know that about you, Joe. Now watching the game. I almost said but um, watching last night's game, uh, did you catch the error on the broadcaster in the seventh when he mentioned the fact that there was a no hitter going? You know, no, because you know what, I was watching two things, so I I had at that point watching uh, sports, the baseball game. Uh, the World Series, I watch it because I don't need the announcer. You know, right. I see the hot chopper to third, Murphy comes up, throw on one hopper, and he gets there in time by a step. I already know that. I don't need to listen to those bozos, okay? Okay, good. So, but I did see the no-hitter. I watched the no-hitter go into, like, what, the sixth inning? Yeah, well, it was the top of the seventh. 
Yeah, and something like that. Yeah. It, it, and and I'm, I'm sitting there, and I wasn't paying attention to the fact that it was a no-hitter. I knew that we had a runner on. We, we got a walk earlier in the game. And I knew that this guy was dealing. But as soon as the, the color, uh, the, the, the play-by-play guy said, uh, so-and-so has a no-hitter going through six, I just looked at the TV and said, what the fuck did he just say? And sure enough, Corey, Corey Seager comes up and gets that fucking cue ball shot down the fucking uh, left field line. It was amazing. The jinx. Oh, huge jinx. And, and, and by the way, John Smoltz is the worst broadcaster in the business. He's trying. Oh, no, no, he's awful. He needs to quit. I would rather listen to Bob. I'll Big get hold of him. I, I, you know, I know his agent. And, and by the way, Big Poppy is garbage, too. He's Hispanic. Give a shot. The only person that should be doing the pregame show is Derek Jeter. Get A-Rod's stupid ass out of there. Get Poppy out of there. Get me somebody I can understand like Jeets. And maybe bring Jeets' wife in, too, because she's hot. And imagine if I was on the panel. It would be like Joe Buck, the captain, and the doctor. Oh, I would pay money for you to be on a national broadcast doing baseball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You'd have to pay a lot of money, probably. Oh, God. That would be the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> Murphy breaking down the game. Oh, man. Who knows how long that's going to take. Uh, <laughs> uh, any because, pro- yeah, I mean, because uh, you don't even – there's another thing we have in common. It'll come to me. But besides the whole baseball thing uh, uh, and everything, there's another thing that popped up and it just – and I can't remember, but it'll come to me. But anyways, move along. It's your show. Uh, well, I appreciate that. I, I know that you wanted to talk about Little League umpiring because you've done that. I've done that. Stop it with the Little League umpires. There's my probation officer says <laughs> me. Uh, uh, this, is, this was not a very well-watched World Series. I guess the ratings are really low. Um, by the way, I don't give a fuck. I don't care that the ratings were low for this World Series. The Rangers won. That's all I care. That's all yeah, I care well, about. Yeah, it, there, there, how many teams are left that have not won a World Series? Uh, I believe there are five teams that are left. Uh, the the your, your beloved Padres are one of them. Uh, Damn it. The, the, the one that surprised me was Milwaukee. They've never won one. The Brewers have never won one. The Padres... Um, the, the Mariners, yeah. well, fuck the Mariners. They don't deserve one. And Have you seen athletes that drink a ton of beer? Do what? Athletes that drink a ton of beer. What about them? That's why Milwaukee's not there. Yeah, well, that is, okay, I can understand that. Um, and then, uh, let's see, who else was there? Uh, Colorado and then somebody else. The Rockies and then uh, the the Diamondbacks won right before. Yeah, the Diamondbacks beat the Yankees in 2001. Uh, Let's see. The Rockies won. uh, Oh, the 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 Indians are the Guardians. They haven't won forever, but they've won one. Um, What about down south in Florida? We got Miami. The Marlins have won. They uh, beat the Padres, I remember. And then you have uh, Tampa. Yeah, Tampa hasn't won. That's the other team that hasn't won. What I do, I do a show. Mm -hmm. Well, now I've got the odds for next year uh, already. The odds have been dropped. The odds on favorite to win the 2024 World Series, and they said these odds will change when Shohani gets signed. 
I don't understand that. Um, the Braves are thirteen to two. Dodgers are seven to one. This one surprises me. Tied at nine to one are both Texas teams. The Astros just lost Dusty Baker. They ain't going back. The Astros are going to be a doormat next year. And then the Rangers are nine to one. Phillies ten to one. Rays fifteen. Yankees fifteen, and so on. Uh, your your Padres. Let's see, where are the Padres at here? Do they, they don't I have that. a motto in, in betting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that. They're fun to have. If you live in Iowa and you come to town, I'll lose that ticket before next year. And <laughs> I have a motto in betting. If it doesn't go today, I don't bet it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like that motto. I, I had a friend who did uh, bet $35 on the Rangers back in May, and he's, he's, he's pulling off a cool grand today. Uh, so good for him. Uh, the Padres are sixteen to one next year. And and the best thing about those, if you do bet a prop, say your team makes it to like uh, the the National League Championship Series or whatever, you know. And if they win, you win like two thousand dollars. Go ahead and throw a couple bucks on the other team because yeah. if they win, you get a little something back. Mm-hmm. Uh, freaking Rangers couldn't at least give us six games. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want a sixth game. I, I wanted it over last night. I did not want them coming back. I don't want to give. I didn't want any daylight for the Diamondbacks. Not at all. And I hear the weather's horrible in Dallas. Uh, it's cold, but tomorrow I'm not doing a show because I'm going to the World Series parade, and it's supposed to be about 75. So it, it should be pretty nice tomorrow. Well, I, I'm I'm open to. I'm supposed to go with Rodman. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, I mean, magic calls, but whatever. Hey, who are those bananas behind the plate? I have no game? idea. I have no idea. Uh, somebody just asked me the A's and Rockies are the worst two at 150 to one. <laughs> uh, where are the A's? They're going to make me rich next year. Uh, That's right, Vegas, baby. Um, anything, anything stand out to you about this World Series? That's what I was asking you. Remember those, uh, like, three or four girls in, like, oh, banana yeah. suits yeah, were just shaking every time you pitched? I mean, what was up with that? What was that? I have no idea. Like, they replaced the guy who usually wears the Miami jacket. Who's yeah, the Miami Marlins guy, right. Yeah. Like, how do you get a front seat for every single huge game that ever happens? And then all of a sudden, every time uh, every time the Arizona Diamondback pitcher winds up, these, like, four bananas start shaking behind. I'm like, where did they get tickets? Yeah, I mean, I mean, and those are good tickets. Those are hard tickets to get too. Those are the ones that I want. I want to sit at field level. Um, but Madonna can, Madonna can sleep her way to those tickets. <laughs> but like anything, like game wise, that stood out to you in this series? I, you know, I, I always, if it would went to seven games, I wouldn't mind it because I like, you know, it's another night sure. of baseball. Um, but I just thought, you know, when I turned on, I, I caught the, uh, what, game five, I guess, late, uh, when it was 10 nothing, mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, this thing's over. This is a wrap. And then I see 11-7, and I thought, Arnie's probably on cardiac arrest. No, no, you, know, you know what's so funny about that is that Smoltz was trying to make a big deal about that. You know what that was? We were trying to get out. We weren't, the, we, our, our relievers came in, our, our middle bullpen after John Gray came in. And they were just trying to get out. So they were throwing nothing but strikes, you know, and those are going to get hit. Arizona wasn't a bad team. I ain't going to talk shit about Arizona, except they're all a bunch of bitches. 
Um, but but they were. I mean, they had a watch party at the Aces Field even for a couple one at least one of the games. They had a, a watch party down there. You know I believe it was one they lost, but uh, you know because there was a lot of Reno Aces on that team. Oh God, yeah. Well, you know what's so funny is that last night they had a watching party at Globe Life, where the Rangers play. And they counted about 22,000 people there. And there's this bar area next to it called Texas Live. There's another 2,000 people there. So in, uh, about 24,000 people went to an empty stadium to watch a game on a big screen, which was more than the people that went to game one against Tampa Bay in Tampa. <laughs> the A's had like two grand one time. Yeah. Um, but um, – but Tampa you, what were you talking about? Um, you, know, you, you got me off track. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tampa. Tampa's getting a new park too. You yeah, know, for they, they just don't care. They win the Stanley Cup. They win the Super Bowl. They yeah. win this, and they just still don't show up. No. They get like two grand because it's happy hour at my bar. It yeah, takes well, a lot of them away. That and the bath salts. You know, it's basalt. Buy one, get one free basalt Thursday. In, <laughs> so, in, yeah. in oh, yeah. You don't want to go there. I had to do a test for the uh, FDA. <laughs> um, all right. So we're all talked out of baseball here. We have a lot of sports to get to today, Joe. I hope you got your thinking cap on because I got a lot of questions for you. <laughs> My thinking cap is locked on. Uh, first thing we got to ca- talk about is uh, we lost a legend yesterday. Um, uh, Bobby Knight passed away. Legendary basketball coach, 83. Uh, head coach at the University of Indiana. Um, my, my algebra teacher in high school coached with him. He went to Indiana. My co- Coach Davis coached with Bobby Knight, knew him. Um what are your thoughts? Where do you rank Bobby Knight as all-time coach? You know what? Guys that had coaches like Bobby Knight are guys like Singletary. Yeah. You know, guys like uh, uh, Ray Lewis, you know, game records. Those are the those are football. But in basketball, you know, the guys that just, uh, you know, I mean, they weren't sissies. They weren't chizzy. The coach would grab me by the throat. Big deal. <laughs> you know, he threw that chair just because that lady uh, uh, challenged him. Remember when he threw the chair across oh, yeah. the court? Oh, yeah. Well, you know, he, he got his start coaching at West Point. I, I yeah. mean, that should tell you everything you need to know right there. Um, and Bobby Knight was not an apologist. Bobby Knight did not care. I know that I worked with a guy at Channel 2 in Reno, Rick Renner who in college, he told me the story, he was told to ask Bobby Knight a stupid question after the game if they lost. And he asked him, who has a cleaner mouth, dogs or humans? And Bobby Knight went off on him. Just absolutely <laughs> went off on him. Because Bobby Knight Bobby Knight was the best. And everybody looks at him now and they go, oh, his coaching style was so rude. He'd yell at people and throw shit. That's my kind of coach. Yeah, I mean, what were your... what? Excuse me. What were your glory years in, in Reno? I, you know what I mean. I, when you were, you guys were, uh, you know, moving along. Was it the late nineties? Uh, yeah, yeah. The late uh, from about ninety two. That's when my my bro- ninety one is when my broadcasting career started at, t- at Channel Two. Uh, probably about ninety eight. Ninety eight is when we really took off. Okay. Well, who do you remember? A high school that dominated that was football. Uh. It would probably be Wooster, right? Thank or, you. Or, no, Thank you. Either Thank Wooster you. or McQueen. Joe Sellers, he's not doing well. God bless his soul. He's one of the greatest guys 
Uh, they named the field after him. He's, you know, he's got more wins than I think any other high school coach. But he was a Bobby Knight. Yeah. He was a Bobby. God damn it! Stop looking. He'd bend over. He'd be like, "Stop looking for bugs." <laughs> he, he'd run. I don't care if you made time. You coasted across the finish line. We're gonna run it again. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, he's just a hard. He was like a Bobby Knight, and that's why, you know, those those are the guys that. Uh, you got to have that kind of a coach, you know. I didn't have a dad in my life, really. So, uh, yeah, my uncles, you know, uh, looked out for me. But Joe Sellers and the coaches there, they also, you know, they uh, they lit a fire under your ass. It was a good thing. No, oh, I'm watching the highlight. There's there's the chair toss. Oh, God damn, that was legendary when he threw that chair. God almighty. <clears throat> and, and Bobby Knight, you know, he kind of resurrected his career. He came to Texas Tech. And and he got a little a little handsy with people, and people started to lose their shit. And it's like, you know, mommy, I'm 20 years old, and the coach touched me on my neck and told me I was not good. Uh, I just I, I I I used to play golf with a girl who went to the University of Indiana, um, and she played at the University of Indiana. Uh, she was an all-American golfer, and she got to play a lot of rounds with Bobby Knight. And she used to she used to tell me stories. And wow, just wow, what a great guy he was. He really was. When I first got there my freshman year, my roommate was a guy named Larry Bird. <laughs> and he took off. He didn't like me. He took off after a couple of weeks. Yeah. Whatever, I just hit him up for a couple bucks. Uh, Warbird says, hey, Joe, tell us about Coach Smitty and his short shorts. You know what? <laughs> he was a track athlete, and he needed to, you know, you know how the players in football, they wear their, they no more knee pads. You know, you don't see the knee pads there because they want to be able to, he, okay, I don't know. He was a good guy. I can't talk bad about Smitty. He was a great coach. He really was. He was, he was with Wooster for a long time. And uh, uh, that's how everybody wore their shorts. I can't ever say a bad word about him. He, he was just an all around good guy. He was, he was, if you were in high school, that's the kind of coach you'd want, you know, to be, uh, be around. Joe, you sent me the phrase last night. Uh, can can you remember it, or or do I need to read it to you? The Bobby Knight one. Yeah. No, I I don't know the I know the gist of it, you know, about being, but I don't know the whole quote. So you can read it to me. Let's see. Uh, when my time on Earth is gone and my activities here have passed, I want them to bury me upside down, and my critics can kiss my ass. Yeah, he didn't care. He didn't care. He's like Barkley. They don't care. This is how I feel. Fuck off. Mm-hmm. By the way, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to conform to every little thing. You know, I just this is the way I feel. Sorry, don't like it. It's like he called the big women and uh, the Charles Barkley said like those big women in Louisiana, and they were going to apologize. And he said, "I'm not going to apologize. There are big women in Louisiana. Yeah. I'm there to make jokes and have fun. I'm sorry, you know, for that for making jokes, but he wouldn't apologize." And Bobby Knight never apologized. No, for anything. no, and he shouldn't have. By the way, going back to the World Series real quick, um, have you seen the memes that are saying God rewarded the Rangers because they're the only franchise that don't have a Pride Night? They don't have a Pride. Yeah, that's right. God is cursing them for not flying the rainbow flag. <laughs> they that right now. Uh, please talk about how Jimmy G got let go from being quarterback for the Raiders. LOL. Uh, people told me he tucked his shirts into his shorts. When he would raise his hands, his wiener would fall out of the bottom. Fantastic. Uh, now, hold on. I'm, hold on. I'm going in. Chuck Norris 
and the guy from Shoot, a Supernatural are having a ranger party for me. Oh, okay, fantastic. Okay, I, I'm supposed to go in. I'm a keynote speaker. <laughs> and, and, uh, I already told the joke. It was unbelievable. Oh. No. Oh, I, I, thank you. Yeah, there he is. Thank you so much. I am a soccer me. That's just amazing. They make way too much of it. You know, without them, I'm nothing. Um, now, let's switch gears from college basketball to the NBA real quick. Um, I got to ask, what is the deal with this tournament that they're playing inside the season? I have no idea. When you, I, that's the only thing that you sent me that I was like, I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, but I had to perform a uh, angioplasty, so I was unable to check into that. Um, but I, yeah, I, I don't even know about that. What is that? A tournament? So, so don't go to the Olympics, but let's have a tournament in the middle of the season. Like they're real happy about that. It was kind of explained yesterday that it started last year, and it was an idea they got in the bubble. It's a one-game elimination, and everybody plays, and it's for a trophy. And I'm like, they already have, what, what is it, the Larry O'Brien trophy? Is that the NBA's championship? I, I believe so, yeah. They already have a trophy. So what are they, uh, is this just more shitty marketing on the NBA's side? Yeah, it's like they need an extra dime. So they're throwing this, you know, and like these guys make, you know, millions a year. You twist your ankle, you know, the key leaves, you could be done. And it's like, no, let's, can I take a day off? I mean, I guess it's, I don't know, maybe they need, uh, they need the extra money, but uh, it is really weird that they would have, a, it's like a Pro Bowl or an All-Star tournament. They already have an All-Star game, right? Yeah, they already have it, and it used to be a good All-Star game. Now it's garbage. Well, ever since I won the three-point contest, it's never been the same. No, no, that that year that you beat Larry Bird, I mean, that was that was pretty amazing. What a job. I only said, you played the second, right? Yeah. <laughs> So we have no idea what's going on. That's the, really weird. I'm going to keep my eye on that because I just think that's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I, I saw the ad for it. And it's got the guy from the Sopranos in there, and I'm sitting there going, "Why are they doing this? Aren't don't don't isn't the whole year kind of like a a, a a a a playoff to get to the playoffs, and then there's a another tournament there, and then you finally do the finals." I mean, the Vegas pre-league is a preseason. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, think I think the NFL, really the NBA is trying to do as much as the NFL, but they got to realize that people don't like them like they like the NFL, and and probably they never will, or they won't again unless Michael Jordan comes back. But you know, if they would put more games on the Playboy Channel, I'd watch a lot more sports. There you go. Well, you'd probably be in some of those games. My God. I'm a professional. Thank you. Um, all right. Now, here's a story that's been going on that you and I have not really talked a lot about, but we need to talk about it because we're moving into college football. Um, this scandal going on at the University of Michigan, the sign-stealing investigation uh, involving a former military guy. Uh, people are saying that this guy paid for tickets, they have witnesses, they have, I guess, photos of this guy at games taking pictures of this. You and I, are, we, we, we aren't apologists, we're realists. We know that cheating has gone on in oh college God. football forever. Yeah. 
in every form. Every yeah. form. I mean, you know, closed practice. It's the big house, 106,000 seats, closed practice. Oh, there's a couple people. I must be the eleven. Closed practice. Why are they there? Yeah. Kick them out. I mean, you know, it's just, but you know, like you said, it's 106,000 seat stadium. Oh, that's just the custodian. I mean, how are you going to stop it? Or it should be real easy to stop it. I don't know which. Well, and, and it's like, you know, all the recruiting violations that happen, such as, you know, the athlete's dorm. Or, or the athletes' cafeteria, where we know the athletes get fed a whole lot better than the regular students. But that's not Check supposed to be prime times. Check out prime times. Check out prime times. The, uh, what do they call it? The players, the, uh, you know, the cafeteria. It's a uh, like a five-star restaurant. I oh, think yeah. you have to be seated. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, it, it is pretty amazing. Um, uh, Ogre says, I'm enjoying everyone pretending Michigan's the only team possibly. Uh, no, no. Look, look here. I know that my team cheats. Uh, it, it, look, Joe, you know Nebraska has has done nefarious things over the yeah, years. Yeah, but anymore with the money, it, you, it's almost like you know whoever comes up with the most money. It's like you can't cheat, but I mean you can, I guess. But you know now it's legal to give them money. Whoever gives them the most money, that's where they're going to go. So here, here's where I stand on this whole scandal because I agree with you, Ogre. Like every team has done this. But the problem is that not every team has been caught. It's like recruiting violations before the money happened, before the NIL deals happened. We all knew about the $100 handshakes. Everybody knew about all that kind of stuff. But you just didn't get caught. And teams that got right. caught, they got punished. Look at SMU. What do you, you think? Know, I watched the documentary on the, the bad boys, which I can't stand. You know, I wish they would be the, the plane crash that landed in Peru or like alive, the movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I wish that was the, the Pistons on a worldwide tour. <laughs> but uh, they, like one of them, I think he said, uh, Dumars or something was like, you know what, how many times when it's 50 miles an hour, you go 59 mm-hmm. all the time, and then bam, you get caught once. So you can do 59 all the time <laughs> just as long as you don't get caught. And, you know, I mean, you got to push the envelope, you get caught, you know, and that's what God, that's what they'll do, you know, because uh, just, you know, I will go, we'll fudge a little bit and then we'll fudge some more. And, uh, you know, but it's hard to fudge anymore with the money thing. It, it, it really is. And here's my question to you with this Michigan sign ceiling. Um, what do you think should happen? Nothing. Really? I don't signs do. So where they you know how you know how they hold their the play cards up against their mouth when they talk? Because mm-hmm. you know they're looking at you because know, the cameras are zooming in on them and so there's like XZ forty three on two Omaha one or whatever. And then you like put their thing up over their face, you know, that's so that because you know they're looking to read lips. So if the guy doesn't do it, he forgets, he's pissed off because Burpee just banged a ninety yard punt and uh, so he always he says the play without covering his mouth. Is that sign stealing? Well, yes, but no. I, I I mean, but but this is a little bit more advanced. He used technology. Was taking these are like when they pulled those uh the pictures up on the sideline. Those weird pictures when they call like like there's a dinosaur and then there's a Volkswagen <laughs> and a Sanford tree. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, 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 yeah. Picture so, of like Robert De Niro. Yeah. yeah. So the the guy was taking pictures of that and TCU last year. You remember Michigan in the in the uh, in the playoffs? They got smoked by TCU because TCU was putting up fake signals. 
because they had heard yeah. about this. Isn't that kind of interesting? It's like I said, they're giant signs. We can see them. I mean, we can do, you know, do I have to tell you the story of the wind tuckers? Yes, you do. You've never heard of them? No, I've never heard of the wind tuckers. Well, the wind talkers. Wind talkers. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, you know, it's World War. I think it, it might have been World War One. I, I think it might have been. I think it's two for sure, actually. And so, you know, they they could intercept our radio, and we we could speak any language. You know, English, French, whatever. They did the Japanese. They don't they'll decipher that. Guess what language they couldn't decipher? Uh, Navajo. Cherokee, yeah, Navajo. Mm-hmm. So the Navajo would communicate, and so they're like, "What the? I I don't hear that. <laughs> you know, I think it's uh, I think it's uh, ebonics. They didn't know. <laughs> Warbird says Alabama doesn't cheat. No, not at all. Never has yeah, Alabama ever cheated. Yeah, on their team. Uh huh. Uh, so you don't think anything should happen? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't. If they if they were in, you know, in uh, like a closed practice, videotaping signs and stuff, like, yeah. They, they, they cheated, but I mean, we could see the big, you know, pictures on the sides. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's like stealing signs from a catcher in baseball. I mean, if you see them and, and you know, then I'm, I don't know. It's a, it, it's a real thin line. It's a gray area because I don't know because it's part of the game, but yet I guess you could cheat. Did Tom Brady cheat? Did he, those uh, balls deflate on purpose to, so he could grip them better? Maybe. I mean, I mean, everybody thinks he cheated, so, I mean, and nothing ever happened to him. So, you know, uh, well, I, I mean, that's just been Lance Armstrong, games. and that was because I was part of his team. Yeah, well, Lance Armstrong got so mad, he took his one ball and went home. Um, Belichick <laughs> and McDaniels did it in the NFL. Hey, my ball. <laughs> um, I, I don't... Uh, should something be done? Yes. Will it be done? Probably not because we know every team does this. You just don't get caught. Don't wear Michigan apparel when you're going to a Wisconsin game, for God's sakes. You know, I mean, that's going to everybody's going to be aware. Most people can uh, go to a game and wear what they want. You know, like if you go to a Nebraska football game, it's real. Like, you don't feel intimidated at all. You don't have to know uh, Chuck Norris and, you know, Steven Seagal to get to the parking lot. Right. Just to get to the game. So you just have a bunch of warm, inviting Nebraska. You know, you have to be armed. (laughs) Well, in some parts you do. Uh, I would think of Michigan. I mean, that's part of the deal, you know, because when you go to a college football game, like in Michigan, they'll be way up in the corner will be the opposing team's colors. They'll give them, like, 13 seats. Well, you know, the the other uh, schools now have started giving really bad tickets to the opposing teams. It's kind of funny. Um, All right, one more college football story, then we'll start talking about the actual games this weekend. Deion Sanders wants players at the University of Colorado reimbursed after they were robbed while playing at the Rose Bowl last week. Did you, you know, hear- I put together. I got a team of. I got. I got. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Nicole Richie. I got uh, Paris Hilton. Uh-huh. And and I got the redheaded chick. What's her name that did the the Freaky Freaky Friday? Lindsay Lohan. 
yeah, I got those three. Go ahead and run in there and, you know, if they had to tug a couple of, you know, whatever, just get what you can. There's a lot of bling in there. Oh, you got there a couple is. of, you got like three Sanders in there. Um, who, who, he wants either the Rose Bowl, he says, they're the granddaddy, so the granddaddy's got some money. Should the players be reimbursed? This is a microcosm of what is wrong with college football because back in the day, they, 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 those darn kids from the Alpha Beta took our mascot. And now, hey, all know Lil Wayne was tied up and they got a bling. <laughs> It's just it's a different game. It's ridiculous. Uh, I, that would be something if they would have tied up Lil Wayne or something like that. That'd be, that would be that would be kind of funny. Yeah, I was there. I mean, it would happen. I mean, it's no big deal. So pretty much what you're saying is no, they shouldn't be reimbursed. Yeah, I mean, no, I think you know, I you know what? If they were if they were if they were stolen, and you know, when you you know when you come to. The insurance company comes to say, what'd you lose? And you can account for it, and it was stolen, a police report. Yeah, they should get something. I mean, it'll probably take forever to get it. Oh, God, yeah. You know, it'll be drawn out or, you know, dragged out or whatever. By that time, you know, Shador will be doing, like, 13 fast food commercials. Probably. You know, what's so weird is that when I was an athlete in college, I used to always carry my Rembrandt around with me. Your Rembrandt. Yeah, yeah, I, I had a Rembrandt painting, and I I would take that in the lockers. So if in case it ever got stolen, I could report that I lost a Rembrandt to the yeah, insurance company. Yeah, I would always company. do that. That's a great call. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, either that or Picasso. Because I was going to say Picasso, because my coach has always told me, Murph, if you can't be an athlete, be an athletic supporter. Yeah, and you are. You are the biggest athletic supporter I know. Um, now let's get to some college football games. Uh, time for some college football scores or, or games. This weekend, not too bad, not 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 great, but not horrible. Uh, we'll start uh, with the first game. Of course, we have to start with the first game because it's an ode to the man himself. Big weekend, Murph. I know. It is a big game. Um, as easy as saying the wrong thing. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Are we leaving? Or I thought I knew you. Why is that? With an app that puts your policy in your pocket. Okay, I have to turn that down. Sorry about that. I have sponsors, and I have to squeeze those in. Okay, fantastic. First thing. In other words, I don't know why when I click over something, I have to hear a, a W a AARP commercial. <laughs> well, it's because we're, we're old now, Joe. Uh, first, know, Jim, can I have a flip phone, please? <laughs> first game on our schedule, 11 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. The mighty 5-3 and three Nebraska Cornhuskers are going up to East Lansing and going to Spartan Stadium to take on the two and six Michigan State Spartans. Nebraska's a three point favorite on the road. You know, I'll bet you if you look, it would take you a while to find the last time Nebraska was favored on the road. Well, I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I mean, look, this so is the way to balance Michigan back. Michigan State's horrible. We know they're horrible. 
Joe, I'm thinking two words about this game. Do you know what those two words are? Home dog. Nope. Oh. Bowl eligible. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we got, we gotta have this. Oh yeah, we gotta have this one. You know, yeah, I know what you're saying. And I was just before the show, I listened to a Matt Rule pregame speech. You know, and he, he really, it was, it was pretty good. He, this guy, I like this guy. You know, he, he had one beer with Scott Frost. Scott Frost had like 37 beers every night. And that's why things didn't work out. <laughs> but uh, I love this bad rule. If we can win on the road, oh, man, this is huge. And this is our shot because I compare it to, like, Nevada. You know how Nevada got their two wins? Oh, yeah. I, I, all, I'm serious. They got Hawaii at home. They should beat Hawaii. We'll, well get to that we'll one. We'll get to it. But, but I, I love Nebraska. Of course I'm going to bet on Nebraska. Oh, I'm taking Nebraska Bowl all day eligible. long. Bowl eligibility, baby. That's, that's what it's all about. You get that extra week of practice. Come on, that's awesome. Uh, all and, right. When you go down to like the bottom, when you go down to like Miami, and they they buy you stuff. You get like iPads. And oh yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm gonna talk to some people. <laughs> you want to get on the damn team and get free shit? That's what you want. I know you, Joe. Come on now. Uh, I'm going to the Michigan State game with Magic. So, <laughs> well, that'd be the right guy to go with. Uh, let's see. Uh, big game is, well, I don't know how big it is. I put it on our list because I know we have to talk about it. Could could Clemson finally do something right and beat Notre Dame this week? Notre yeah. Dame is on the road. They're 7-2. and two. Clemson's 4-4. Four and four. Notre Dame's a three-point favorite. The game's in Death Valley and Clemson. Anything? Well, according to my sundial, we're really close to St. Patrick's Day. I like Notre Dame. Yeah, I. How much? How much longer does Dabo stay at Clemson? You know, they've always been a winner. I mean, they're like they're the top of the ACC every year. You know that. I mean, they're they're always been. It's like what what happened to them? Really? What what? You know, uh, you know, usually guys like that keep the you know the tiger running, but. But well, uh, I don't know. That's weird. I think they're on the downside. I think Notre Dame's better than people think. I do like Notre Dame okay. uh, on the road. I don't I, like weighing the points, but I think they win. I, I mean, I know we talked about it a couple weeks ago, but Dabo doesn't use the transfer portal. I think that I think his his uh, discouraging that is hurting that program, and I don't know how long the program will put up with it because they like winning. You know. <laughs> It's like the transfer portal. The transfer portal at the Boulder is like one of those turnstiles at the New York subway. <laughs> it's change, change, just coming through. Keyless uh, Chuck's got to go. He says got to head to work. Uh, do we need to mobilize the ass army to recover the star? You know they took my star down at the the Silver Legacy. What? Yeah, my star that used to be the first star you would see when you were coming over from Circus Circus to the Legacy on the ground. They pulled my yeah. star up. My star is no longer you, there. I'll tell you what. I, I'll tell you what. I will mail you Terry Underwoods. You redo it. Mail it back to me. I'll put that sucker back in. No, I, I need to find somebody at the Silver Legacy that's in charge of those because I'd like to have it. I, I, I'd like to put it in front of my. Oh yeah, like, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, I never thought of that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be awesome. You should. Uh, uh, and the Coranos, you know, yeah. it's a whole row. It's a Caesar's property, but yeah, I'm sure you know somebody. That would be really cool. I hope you do get that. Uh, all right, next game up, big one in the SEC, but I don't know, is it that big? 
Number 12, Missouri, who's not getting any respect this year at all. They're in the SEC, and they're twelve. They're 7-1. and one. They're going down to Athens, Georgia, to take on the number two now because the new playoff rankings came out, and they're abysmal. Um, but the number one team in the late nation, because they haven't lost in three years, the Georgia Bulldogs. Georgia's a 15-point favorite. But this is a very – if you were a better, I wouldn't even – I'd lay off this game. It's really weird. But um, mm-hmm. that's – I don't know. That's – here's the thing. I, I'm going to go with Georgia going to win that game. But uh, this is a game that will show uh, whether Georgia wins by a ton or by one or Missouri beats them. Uh, that will show who's for real. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree the completely. Is the SEC team for real. Like, if Missouri can find a way to win this, do they catapult, like, into the top four? Yeah, I would say I would say they'd be number 10. <laughs> number 10. So no, they, I'd go number eight. I'd go eight. They'd probably yeah. go to eight. Um, I, I, I'm about to do it. I, I'm going to make my big dog pick of the week. You ready? Yep. I'm taking the Missouri Tigers. <laughs> go Tigers. To Missouri, the state of misery. Missouri, the show me state. Yeah. The show me state. Yeah, go five miles east of Kansas City in the Missouri, or go five miles west from St. Louis in Missouri, and you're gonna get you're gonna get some guy with one of those a glasses has like a it turns on it like a, a spiral, like a you know a, <laughs> there's oh, yeah. gonna be liquid going down it, and he's gonna go. You need to move along, boy. <laughs> oh, oh, Missouri! Look, 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 the Ozarks. The Ozarks are not a joke, and they have a bunch of great fireworks stores in Missouri. So, um, my 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 sisters live in St. Louis, and we would drive up there. So my dad could go back home and see his hometown of St. Louis. Um, he was a huge Missouri fan, and since the Rangers brought home the World Series, I'm I'm taking Dad and his karma, taking Missouri over Georgia. I, I I'm gonna take Georgia. I also been to the Ozarks. In fact, we went. Uh, I was down there with a friend of mine from college, and we went bar hopping. He wouldn't get in the boat. I went from each bar. This is like 1993, uh, in a boat, you know, and like a, I was transporting Bibles also. But I went from <laughs> bar to bar. I really did in, in the boat, and he drove the car. And I'm just like, dude, are really? We get to bar hop in a boat, but you're still driving the Buick. No, that's cool. Uh, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I don't have this game listed, uh, but I think it, it, it's kind of it, – it's funny to see how far this game has fallen. Um you remember when it used to be must-see TV to watch the LSU-Alabama game? I mean, no. it, it's in prime time. LSU at 6-2, and two, taking on 7-1 and one Bama, roll tide. Uh, I want the Alabama to win all their games from now on uh, because we beat them. But does Brian Kelly stand a chance in this game? LSU, and it's and it, that's in Tuscaloosa, huh? Yes, it is at Bryant Denny Stadium in Tuscaloosa. Gorgeous. I know. I am going to grab some barbecue on the way in. There you go. And then, uh, boy, I tell you what, Alabama. You know, you can't just go undefeated forever. And Alabama's all of a sudden get to, you know, they get, you know, down goes Frazier, mm-hmm. but he get back up. You know, like uh, the Nick Nick Saban's not going to. He's not, you know, he's, he's not recruiting anymore. He's going to, like, 
car dealership saying, give me money now. Um, <laughs> but I, I like Alabama to win that. I, it, like you said, it used to be a huge game. It did. Was it the Trevor Lawrence or Joe? Trevor Lawrence was the quarterback. No, Trevor Lawrence Joe was Burrow. at Clemson. Joe Burrow was at LSU. Yeah, Joe Burrow. Sorry, a couple of hippies playing quarterback. I mixed them up once in a while. Back to the schedule games. We're both taking Alabama in that one. Um, mm. Number five, Washington. Undefeated Washington is on the road taking on the number 27-2 ranked USC Trojans. Um, Washington's a three-point favorite. Washington wins that game. I think. I think they're the. I think they're the Pac-12 team. They yeah. go down. USC. I mean, this Caleb guy. He'll throw a late pick. Washington'll win by two. Do you think that Caleb, Mur- uh, whatever his name is, I, I don't know the the shitbag from USC, the quarterback who wants the ownership of a team. He's hurt his draft stock. Our college kids are going to own teams. Really, I know. His draft stock is going down to Vegas with Caleb Shadour and Johnny Manziel, and we're going to talk about this. Um, hey, do you think his his draft stock has been hurt the way he's played this season? Um, you know what? He's played pretty well. I mean, you know, he has played pretty well, and you got to consider the team around him. Uh, as long as he doesn't get hurt, like tear at Achilles or or get an ACL or something like that, I think he goes first round for sure. I don't think it'll you know sway that much. Let me ask you this: If you were him, would you be playing any more games this season? Because USC's not going anywhere, and we've seen these players opt out for the pro days. Do you think he opts I, uh, out? Isn't it sad? I mean, he just wants to stop playing so he stays healthy for the draft. You think he's attending class? Probably not. Yeah, I'm sure he's there. I'm sure he's going to get the attendance uh, uh, gold star in his favor. <laughs> no, I hate that. I, I think that's the biggest travesty in college sports right now is letting these players sit out these games. I think Shadour makes four and a half million. I mean, wait, he can walk away now and his grandkids, grandkids are fine to be mm-hmm. best friend. I mean, it's it's crazy. I mean, uh, you know, what, what, like, I'm going to go to, uh, dude, you totally, will you take notes for me inside class? Okay, bro, we're going to Domino's later. No, I just got back from Antigua. <laughs> well, I bought a Bugatti or whatever. <laughs> He's already rich. It's just weird. Then you go and bust his ass. And that kid, Sador, he gets... There's shit kicked out of him every game. He does. I mean, I think Sidor Sanders, do you think he comes back next year? No. No way. No way. No, no way. And for one reason, don't don't lose any money because your coach is Coach Prime, right. who, you know, who taught Mr. T how to put jewelry on. <laughs> That's a bold statement. That is a very well, bold no, statement. He's going to be pissed. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's keep the only goal I see more was when they had to uh, do a, a, a filling for Carly Simon. <laughs> uh, all right, next game is in your backyard, my friend, at Mackey Stadium in Reno, Nevada. The two and seven Hawaii, whatever they are, the Rainbows. They're the Rainbow Warriors. The the Rainbow, the Fighting Gays, are taking on the Whoa. two the two and six. Nevada Wolfpack, who have won two in a row. You know, I 
I, I texted a friend of mine. Uh, actually, I, I consider him family. He's a, he's a great guy. He's one of those guys that you know, when you go see him, he he always makes sure you're fed. Always, and he pays the bills, but not it makes you in a condescending way. You know, he's really sharp and polite about it. Super guy. So whenever somebody feeds you all the time, make sure you get friends with them. Okay. But he, he used to play for the Wolfpack, and I texted him like once a year. He was down in the Fairfield, I think, and uh, I said, I'm really, really happy for Ken Wilson. So happy for that kid. Do you imagine, like, you know, you, you called in three days, from, uh, in, you know, called in like three days in a row, and you're walking past the manager's office, you're like, oh, no. Imagine this guy walking around the campus. Right. <laughs> We've lost like 17 in a row. You piece of shit. You know, like, so I was really happy for him and you know, he's, he's really happy too. He's like, it's great for the program and I really think they got a couple more wins including they beat the Rainbow Warriors because I'm going to have lunch with them at L&L Barbecue. Nice. Um, by the way, the Wolfpack is three and a half point favorite in that game. Um, I'm just trying to see one other thing that will play a huge role in that game. Hold on a second here. Let me find it again. I lost it. While well, you're finding that real quick, there's a chance there could be more Hawaii fans than Red Wolfpack fans. It was pathetic, the, the turnout last uh, last game. They won, and you, you there was like, you could count uh, on your hands and feet the amount of fans. Um, What's the weather like in Reno right now? Currently outside, it's hazy. Tonight's high will be, I have no idea. No, the weather's kind of, it's October. It's what, okay. 50, 60? Uh, They're saying our, game time temp is 54. That's going to be pretty cold for them Hawaiians. I know. I mean, so, I mean, that's going to be a big culture shock to them. That and the you, lack know what, of spam. you know what, though? I mean, how does, how does, you know, California, you know, somebody drops a cigarette and half the state burns down. How do you burn Maui down? Well, well ask Oprah. Oprah, I know Oprah and, <laughs> Oprah and Strahan, we're super rich. If you guys could donate, we'd yeah. appreciate it. Well, how about you two get down? Mm-hmm. All right, last game on the college schedule. Boy, it's a big one. We're both going with Nevada, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. I'm taking Nevada all day long in that. Um, let's see, uh, real quick. Th- this is the early game on Fox. Uh, hold on a second. Here, I gotta find the right shit here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, there it is. Okay, early game on Fox. Uh, Big Fox Saturday is gonna be at the game. Twenty-three ranked Kansas State, six and two, are taking on my beloved Texas Longhorns at seven and one. Texas is a four-point favorite at home. Joe, what do you think? I mean, Texas, I think they're for real. I told you last week, I think they're a Final Four contender. I really do. They're at home. you got to go with the bird orange. Let's yeah. do it. I uh, mean, you know, let's, just, let's ride it out. This is the sixth-ranked team we've played this year, and we've beaten five of them. Or we've beaten four. We've, we've, we've played five already. We've beaten four of them. Um and and our strength of schedule is is looked at like we're we're like ninth or tenth hardest schedule in college football yet we're not getting any love for it. Um, I'm this is kind of a trap game. I see this as a trap game, but I I have to pick with 
I have to. T- I can't pick with my heart because I did that with the World Series. So, let's see. My pick this week will be. Oh, that's right. We gotta spell it out real quick, just just real fast. T E X A S Texas Five, and the Rangers won the World Series too. There you go. So that's my pick. I, I, I am going to go ahead and pick the Texas Longhorns to beat Kansas State this weekend. You know, that was like, I mean, uh, I went out and, and had a buffet and came back before you made your pick. Oh, well, you know, I, I'm a showman. What can I say, Joe? I am a showman. <laughs> I know. Because you know me. I'm to the point all the time. I don't mess around. Uh, by the way, Stinkfist says it was The Rock, not Strahan. They don't all look alike, Joe. Oh, it was the rock. The rock. Oh, oh, really? Calling me a racist. I'll have my attorney contact you. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love and, and it. Just so you know, I got a great idea. You know, when uh, our quarterback at Nebraska just got his bell rung and they took him out. And, uh, you know, he wanted to play, of course, but uh, uh, Matt Rule's like, no. So they bring in Sims again. You know, and he's like, are you, you know, looks like RG3. And uh, he's like, he's fumbled at least once a quarter. He fumbles every time out. It was 24 nothing. They put in Sims. He fumbles on like the second play. Scored for a touchdown. I went to the bathroom, came back. It was 24 14. And I thought, it really is the Twilight Zone. What is going on here? Like, it was 24 nothing. And then, bam, it was 24 14. If I see that kid on the field again, I will not donate like I usually do to that school. All right. Uh, time now for football in the NFL. Now, last week, Joe, oh, oh God. boy, you are not going to like your, 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 your rating from last week. Last week, you were an even 8-8 uh, eight and eight on the week, uh, taking your record this season to 67 wins and 55 losses. Um, Daddy... That would be me. Was eleven and five. I don't Um, need your porn star name. Eleven and five, taking my record to seventy-one and sixty-one. I have opened a four-game lead on Joe Murphy in the two hundred-dollar pool. You know what? You're like you're like Isaiah and Lambeer, and I'm like Magic and Bird. Okay, (laughs) don't worry. You get just four quarters this game, buddy. Oh, I'm gonna okay? beat the hell out of you, though. <laughs> <laughs> you start hacking me. Don't take me. Out. Don't hurt Johnny. You know they try to hurt me. Um, yeah, last week was kind of a weird week. Strange. So you got four games on me, right? Yeah, I, I'm up four games right now, and uh, we got games to pick starting with tonight's game. The three and four Titans are on the road. Going to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania to take on the four and three Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers are a two and a half point favorite. Joe, what do you got? Please, listeners, if you care, if you really, really want to help somebody out, forward money to the RD State's Venmo account so that Joe Murphy can get prime video and watch the Steelers. I told him not to play that. That's ridiculous. Um, I love the Steelers at home. You know, I just, my prime, my satellite dish is all messed up. <laughs> I understand. I, I, I get it. Uh, you like the Steelers at home in this game? 
I, they gotta win. Of course, they're gonna go with them. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I would like if I had like if you if somebody gave me a thousand bucks and said, uh, what, would you bet? I would bet the Steelers. You know, even okay. it, you know, not with my heart, but with my head. Yeah, I, I, I would. I would implore you to spend some of that money on Prime Video and maybe some cable services before you bet it all away. Uh, but 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 that's just me. Uh, you know, I can't take any team from Tennessee on this show, and nor would I in this game. Uh, I think the Steelers win this game pretty easy. Uh, that, that, I think it's a pretty easy game for them this week. But that's just me. And I was supposed to get free cable, but I wouldn't get in his van. <laughs> now, our next game is going to be on the NFL Network at 8.30 my time, 6.30 your time. And I got to say, fuck you to the NFL for this, because this is a great game, and we're giving it to Germany. Hey, listen, we're, we're, if we're going to showcase a product, we're not going to put out, you know, hamburger when there's the prime rib. We can Bullshit, I mean, we aren't. We've been doing that all the time with Jacksonville in London. Mahomes and Tua won't make it, okay? They will not make it. Bet the under. I know that for sure. But I'm going to go ahead and take the Dolphins back because there is no home field advantage, nothing. Dolphins, Chiefs, since Joe didn't let me get the names of the teams out or the whole thing. Uh, Kansas City's a one, a point and a half favorite. Uh, there is no home crowd. Taylor Swift is probably not going to be in Frankfurt, Germany. There's going to be some kind of big goose-stepping number at halftime, from what I understand, which is, is being frowned upon. Uh, I... You're, you're taking wait wait you already made your pick you're taking the dolphins yeah Oof. because at halftime I will go to the 50 yard line and for playing Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall <laughs> uh with with you saying that I'm taking the chiefs now okay whatever bro <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you want to be a hater? Haters gonna hate. Yeah, haters gotta hate, hate, hate. Um, all right, next game up: the four and four Vikings without Kirk Cousins, uh, sidelined by uh, an Achilles tear, are taking on the four and four Atlanta Falcons. Falcons are a four point, four and a half point favorite. I'm going to the Vikings. What? I don't care. I'm going with the Vikings. What? I just, I don't. Wait, what? You know, what? How many times you watch those shows where it says "Made in Georgia"? It's just Tyler Perry. Okay, I'm tired of it. <laughs> so you're you're taking the Vikings with a backup quarterback over Bijan Robinson and the Hotlanta Falcons? Well, oh. I don't know about you, but there's a war going on, and the quarterback's name is Levi. <laughs> All right, I, I'm taking the Falcons in this game. I I, I don't understand you, but I, I love you. That's the most important thing. Well, when I start stomping your ass, and then you'll you'll a little respect will be shown. Yes, indeed, that is very true. How about the one and seven Cardinals, who by the way traded their quarterback away to Minnesota, will be on the road against the four and three Cleveland Browns. The Browns are an eight point favorite. You know what? I, who's starting for them, the Cardinal, Cardinals? Is it uh, some kid out of like uh, North Valley's? Uh, hold on a second here. Let me let me click on the Cardinals here. Uh, depth chart. Clayton, 
Clayton Toon. Yeah, he's a good kid. He's a sophomore out of Tuskegee, Alabama, I think. Uh, no, he's, he's, a, he's a six foot three quarterback from the University of Houston, the fifth round draft pick, and he will be starting the game. Next week, Kyler Murray is coming back. I'm going to take, you know what, you watch, this will be the game we'll get stung on, because I think you're going to pick the same one as I, and I think we're, you know, we, this will be the one that will go, what? But, I, of course, I'm going to take the Browns. Okay. Uh, I, too, will take the Browns in this game, but you think that there's a chance for the Cardinals? I'm just saying, that'll be the game. It's an NFL game. You know, things have happened. You know, teams have scored 70 points. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, it's just, it's NFL. It's, it's the cream of the crop. Stuff like that happens. Guys have bad days. Um, you know, this. I think this is the game that could be like, there's always going to be a couple of uh, uh, upsets. If you count them, count the upsets. And I'll bet you there's at least four every week. Very, very interesting. Um, uh <sighs> I just don't I, – I agree with you that there are upsets, but I just don't see this one as being one, and I'm glad that you did not pick the Cardinals in that. Next, Now, now we have a, a slew of really bad games coming up here now, so get ready for the dog shit picks. Uh, first one, the 3-5 and five L.A. Rams, who got absolutely annihilated by the Cowboys last week, uh, are on the road against the 2-5 and five Worthless Green Bay Packers. I tell you what, that Dak Shepard's coming around for the Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) I love his wife. She's a cutie patootie, I'll tell you what. Um, Which one are we talking about? Rams, Packers, or the Cowboys? We're talking Rams, Packers. All right. I mean, you know, the Packers would need like Brent Favre or Aaron Rodgers to pull this out. I think the Rams are going to show that they are a little better than they are. I'm taking the Rams. Um, Very interesting game. I'm also taking the Rams in this because Jordan Love has not shown me anything for Green Bay. And I don't think yeah. he's going to be there too much longer. Uh, all right. Next dog shit game of the day. The three and five commandos are headed to Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts to take on the 2-6 and six New England Patriots. The Patriots are a three-point favorite. You know, they should have that, like, you know, the guy, like, a box, he has the iron on, and they're like, that, 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 tonight's dog shit game of the night. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, and I forgot which one you're talking about. Oh, Colts uh, Panthers, probably. No, 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 I'm talking about the Commander's Patriots. Oh, I, when you said Commanders, I got confused because it's usually Commandos. Yeah, well, commandos, commanders. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, Belichick gets a win. Um, I agree with you there. I think the Patriots win this game at home, no problem. Um, getting people excited there for no reason because there's no reason if you're a Massachusetts sports fan to be happy right now. Uh, how about whew, the 2-6 and six Chicago Bears? are headed to the Big Easy in New Orleans, Louisiana, to take on the 4-4 four and four Saints. The Saints are eight-and-a-half-point favorites. You know, if Payne wasn't having his Bourbon Street special watch party down there. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> I wonder who his favorite team is this week. Um, I know is, it's not the Rangers. Did you see Jim and Jay Slater? 
a beautiful costume. Great co he went as a Steel Panther. Oh, member. that's lovely. That is lovely. Great band. He's very. He's got his finger on the pulse of the community. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> Actually, I think he gets in the deep prior ones. I'm gonna go with. <coughs> excuse me. Gosh darn it. New Orleans, I just watched an Archie Manning thing last night. I'm taking the same. All right. Um, that would be where the smart money goes, but every once in a while, Joe, you got to have one of those upsets. I'm yep. smelling it. I'm smelling the upset. I'm taking the Bears. Taking the Bears on the road. Go Bears. Right on. Uh, right on. You know, I love when we, I love when we uh, you know, take different teams because then it's really like um, – it's on because mm -hmm. yeah, somebody's going to pull away or, or somebody's going to, you know, if we sat there and battle like the whole time, it's going to be like boring. But, you know, we're going to be like, I'm going to be Dale Earnhardt and you're going to be like, you whoa, know, one of those, whoa, uh, you know, maybe Jeff Gordon or something. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, <laughs> first of all, you could never be Dale Earnhardt because you aren't from the South. I'll I'm the be, enforcer, uh, whatever, the intimidator. <laughs> you don't even know his fucking nickname. You cannot be the greatest race car driver to ever walk the face of the I'm dyslexic. You're, you're Danica Patrick. That's who you are. You're Danica I don't Patrick. Know, I don't even know the car he drove. What kind of car he drove? He drove a Chevrolet Impala. Bam. I was, I've been a Chevy man ever since I joined NASCAR. Yep, well, Dale Earnhardt, when he drove his Wrangler car, I was a fan. Uh, Actually, so, I went to truck stop, uh, truck stop parking lots, but that's a whole different thing. Uh, let's see. Uh, all right, next game up, we got the five and two Seahawks, who I don't think they're that good, are taking on the six and two Ravens, who I don't think they're that good, but obviously they're that decent. Baltimore is a six-point favorite. Edgar Allan Poe. What about him? That's the Raven. He wrote the Raven. I, oh, I, I, oh, okay. He's a ghostwriter for that book. Uh, oh, you were a ghostwriter for it. Yes, he couldn't write. But he couldn't write to save his life. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I, and <laughs> I, I'm glad he had you to to, to call on in your agency. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know who the real Samuel Clemens is? Uh, yes, that's Mark Twain. Oh, okay. I try to lie about that one too. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I've actually been to Hannibal, Missouri. I've been to Hannibal, Missouri, to see uh, Mark Twain's home. That's how I'm much sure I like that. I've been to I've been to Lynchburg, Tennessee, well, and I don't remember it. <laughs> I too will take <laughs> I will take the Ravens at home in that game as well. Now this game, I, look look here. This this game is going to be tough for me to pick. The three and four Buccaneers, led by that shitbag, Baker Mayfield, are going to Houston to take on the three and four Texans. Now, last week, I got to say, I did not care for the Tennessee Titans wearing the old powder blue Oiler uniforms. The, those Oiler uniforms belong in Houston. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I know it's still the same franchise, but it's not. I was going to ask you about the moves because I, I saw that. I thought it was cool because they really were the Houston Oilers. They moved up from Houston to, to Nashville. Now, uh, when you talk about like the Panthers, were they a new franchise or did they move from somewhere? No, the Panthers were a new franchise. Right. And then, and then the Colts, so they're the Baltimore Colts, 
and then they they then the night they went to uh, Indianapolis. Indianapolis, right? Mm-hmm. And then who took over Baltimore? The Ravens. The the Browns. The Browns moved from Cleveland to Baltimore. Remember, and right? The city, the city reserved the Browns' name, and they were given a. Uh, a franchise, they were an expansion team. The Browns are an expansion team, but the Ravens are the old Browns. Would you allow <laughs> would, would you allow the old the Ravens to wear the old Browns uniform? No way. I well, I know, but also what's funny is the Browns are an expansion team. They're yeah. like just they're the old as the hills. They're like the first football team, you know, and but they're an expansion team. It's just weird, you know, when all the moving around, you know, I can never remember who was a new franchise mm-hmm. and who became the Titans that were the Oilers or whatever, you know. But I didn't mind it. I like seeing the old Houston Oilers uniform. I, I, I wish Bob Phillips was out there. Oh, so I I just wish they were still in Houston. That's all. Uh, so we got the three and four Buccaneers who are on the road against the Texans, who are also three and four. Houston's a three point favorite. What do you think? This is a dog shit game. This is bury your man. Load up, Texans. Ooh. Well, uh, contractually, I cannot take any uh, Houston team on the show as well. So I have to saddle up with Baker Mayfield this weekend. Oh, God. Oh, God. You know, he's been with like four teams in six years. Yeah, I feel sodomized. Uh, I'm no, he's stalking me. <laughs> uh, all right. The dog shittiest game of the week. Well, two of them in a row here. The three and five Colts are taking on the one and six Panthers. Yuck. The Panthers, you know, is Jerry Richardson still on that team? I have no idea. Because I, with that, he was the owner of Denny's. We had a franchise, and I met him one time. Uh, and, you know, the Panthers. But I think he may have some Matt Lauer type stuff go on, and oh, he's not there anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm taking the Panthers at home. They got to do something. Uh, Panthers at home for Joe. <laughs> Get a laptop, buddy, for crying out loud. Uh, I'll take the Colts. I, I, I mean, I, I, the Panthers are just terrible, and it's always better when you and I disagree, too. So uh, I totally agree with that statement. Next game up. Now, this next game is kind of interesting because the Raiders had a huge move this week. The Raiders have fired Josh McDaniels, their yeah. offensive coordinator, and their general manager, Dave Ziegler. Um, and the Raiders are on the, uh, they're at home this week in Vegas taking on the two and six football giants, New York football giants. Vegas is a point and a half favorite at home. Well, Dr. Jerry Buss took over as general manager. So, no, no, no Dr. Jerry Buss is dead. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Somebody, I didn't get yeah, a report on that. Yeah, Apparently, yeah. I haven't had the cable feed. Um, I, boy, I don't know. This is a tough one. What, who do you like? I, I'm taking the Raiders. I mean, I mean, I, I, it makes no sense for me to take the Raiders because of this week that they've had has been tumultuous. Um, but the Giants are awful. Like the Gi- I don't know how the Giants have two wins. The Giants suck. Okay, so this whole new coach and everything comes in and GM and and uh, 
And, I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Uh, I, it's crazy. I mean, is this going to be their future head coach, or is he just the interim? I, I don't know. But I, I'm, I'm, the coordinator. Um, I'll, I'll take the Raiders at home. What, what do you want, Joe? I I got to go with the Nevada team. I, I'm going to go okay. with the Raiders, too. All right. I, I, I think they suck. When they, if they was Oakland Raiders, I'd say no. Since they're the Nevada Raiders, you know, I call them the Nevada Raiders. We only have – I used to think we only had two area codes. We now have three area codes here whoa, in Nevada. Whoa, whoa. I know the 775 and the 702. What's the other one? Got a seven two five running now, bro. We're whoa, big time. Whoa, whoa, seven two five. Hello there, Nevada. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mace don't, says, don't mess around here. It's like downtown Baltimore in Knight County. Okay. <laughs> uh, new quarterback. Fuck Jimmy G. Aiden O'Connell. Aiden O'Connell, fine young lad from the University of Purdue, uh, will be taking over the reins. He was a fourth round pick. Uh, back in uh, 2023, so he's a rookie. That's great. <laughs> um, oh, by the way, Gold says Harbaugh will be the new coach there next year. Somebody asked me about that. Do you think Harbaugh would I go did. back? Yeah, I did. I yeah. texted you. I said Harbaugh might because you got a lot of trouble going on. Of course he does. You know that uh, a lot of trouble in Ann Arbor, and I think he's going to be the next Raider coach, Jim Whoa. Harbaugh. Whoa, that's huge. Um. We both I'm like, kind of like Adam Scheffler. You are, but better looking. Or what, what's his name? I like the one guy. What's his name? Uh, on the the insider guy on Fox. Oh, Jay Glazer? Jay Glazer. Yeah, Jay yeah. Glazer. I'm Jay Glazer, they call me. But, <laughs> yeah, I, I have all the stats. I, you know that guy just lays around watching ESPN, you know, what? and then he comes in and acts like he's been to every camp. <laughs> well, he's got a few people's phone numbers. Uh, all right. <laughs> obviously, obviously they vetted their employees. He probably does do a well job, a good job. So yeah. Uh, all right, uh, we got four teams. Isn't it weird that nobody had a bye last week, but four teams have a bye this week? The Broncos, Lions, Niners, and Jags are all off this week. Um, all right, here we go. My weekend. How will it end? I mean, I, I don't care because the Rangers won the World Series, so. I'm going to be in a good mood for, for a little while on this. Um, but the 5-2 and two Dallas Cowboys, who looked like fucking world beaters last week, destroyed the L.A. Rams, are going to my most hated team in the league, the fucking Philadelphia Eagles. The 7-1 and one Eagles at home are a three-point favorite. Joe? This is gonna be this is gonna be a beatdown for your boys. I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize, Joe. I I, I, I totally understand. You know, I I'm a businessman. I'm a professional. You I are. can't worry about people's feelings. Now, when I take you know, when you take me out to lunch and I shove you the bill, yeah, we're our friends then. But you know, <laughs> now we're competitors. Right. I, I understand. So uh, you you think the Eagles are just too much? They're gonna pound them. I'm sorry, Zach's gonna. You got to Dak's going to go up to Philly, right across the rivers, Camden. You know what's in Camden? Bad news. A lot of crack. <laughs> um, Dak I, I, on crack, that's whack. Um, as a matter of fact. Um, oh, well, hey, Dad, we should get a band together. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, think we're pretty, I think we're pretty good. I mean, oh, whatever. Uh, we, we are, we're great. Um, 
Look, I don't disagree with anything you said, that the Cowboys will probably get pounded. This is why I haven't talked shit this week. Um, but, you know, I, I, I am going for the trifecta. The Rangers win the World Series. The Longhorns beat Kansas State. And these words are uttered. I'm taking them, baby. I'm taking them. Cowboys defense shows up huge. Huge. Yeah. I'm not saying that Jimmy Johnson's getting broke, but you ever notice how his yacht? He's the only guy that doesn't have to be in the studio. And every year his yacht shrinks. He's like on a fishing boat in Miami. We're going to Jimmy's uh, yacht in Miami where he does the show from. And he's got a couple of, you know, a couple of tweakers and a fishing boat now. It's crazy. And his hair still looks great, though. I don't think it's going to happen, kid. Eagles. Uh, you know, I, I had an idea for you, Joe, a, a late Halloween <clears throat> idea. Uh, I don't know if you'd, you'd be able to figure out who this guy is, but... The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. Do, do you know John Fetterman? I think you would portray a great Senator John Fetterman. Yes, I do know that that uh, well-dressed gubernatorial uh, uh, senatorial uh, figure. Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Oh, yeah. That's who I'm talking about. I think you and yeah. you and he could rule the world. Well, the first thing I do if I met him was I talk, teach him how to tie the double Windsor. Mm-hmm. I would hope because, so. Yeah, you got to get a little class into that fella. Yeah. No, I'd lynch him with it. Okay, that's what <laughs> happened. Uh, all right, the Sunday night game. We've got a, a decent Sunday night game here. We're going to finally figure out which one of these two teams is for real. Will it be the 5-3 and three Buffalo Bills, or will it be the 4-3 and three Cincinnati Bengals? The Bengals at home are a point-and-a-half favorite. You know, these, I, I, I always am pretty good at these, but, you know, I, I never get to watch them because, as you know, Sunday is family night. Right. And I have the whole family over, and we have a big thing. There's no phones, no TV at the table, no elbows on the table either. Matt, do you, do you ever remind them that it's football night in America on Sunday night on that rule? If you can't take a minute to serve the Lord, then I don't know what's wrong with you. Hey, okay? I, I would eat dinner about a half hour earlier. <laughs> That's what I would do. I always have, the, I always have like a mini digital TV down my, you know, shorts so I can watch it. <laughs> Um, so what do you, what do you I think about this game? Family dinner is like Taco Bell at my spot, okay? <laughs> I'm going with, I'm going with the Bengals at home. Oh, you, you read my mind. I, uh, usually, you know what? No, I'm, I'm, I'm changing. Uh, you, you know what? This will be my last time I ever pick the Bills if they lose. I, I'm just telling you that right now. Final game on Monday, Joe. The three and four San Diego, Los Angeles, wherever the Southern California Chargers are taking on the four and three J E T S Jets, 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 and the Chargers are a three and a half point favorite on the road. You got to remember that, you know. Remember that Bengal game. You got call, two Collinsworths and the Bengals. So oh, look out. Uh, this is in New York. Look at San Diego. They're flying all the way. Where'd they play their last game? Maybe they even go home. Uh, go I don't out know. to do that. I, I'm not they, sure. They 
I know two weeks ago uh, they I were. Don't, at home. I don't take the Jets at home. I I I just root for the Jets sometimes. I really they're like the down. Uh, they're like the underdog all the time, and and you know with the with the Rogers going down. I expect him back before the year's over, but uh, I, I'm going to root for the Jets, so I'm going to take them. Uh, I, too, am going to take the Jets in that game. Uh, I do not believe in the Chargers. I'm sorry to all my Charger fans that are listening right now. Um, but, yeah, they're, they're not a good team. Uh, all right, uh, Joe, you got anything else for me, buddy? Well, I, I wanted to uh, just say, you know, when, when, when Nebraska, when that kid, he just fumbles every time. And when the announcer kept saying, you know, he's got to hold on to the rock, I thought, you know what, we ought to tape a rock on the ball, and I guarantee he holds on to it. Probably. Yeah. Probably, you yeah. know. Stats in baseball, they're driving me nuts. He's got uh, uh, Haynes underwear on with long stockings or the whatever. I mean, there's so many stats in baseball, it's driving me nuts. Um, they know everything. Um, and then there's one other thing. I forget what that was. Oh, no, wait. Uh, oh, my fax machine broke. Damn it to hell. Son of a gun. It was really good stuff. Thank you so much, Artie. I'm so glad for your Rangers. I really did yeah, shed a tear. I was really happy for your dad because then we got one. Yep. Uh, and uh, and I know he's watching. And uh, I just, I really was really, really happy for you. And I knew you, I knew you were super happy. And stop dicing onions. Yeah, yeah. I got to quit cutting onions up at the end of games. Damn it to hell, man. Oh, man. <laughs> you're, you're, you're like a modern family when they tried to get the dad, which Today now uh, to uh, Al Al Bundy, the dad on the Margaret family, mm-hmm. and finally at the end they, they brought up Rudy, and he's like, "The kid had a heart of a lion," you know. And he <laughs> broke down. <laughs> it was just classic. But thank you, Artie. Awesome. Right, I'll probably see you next week. Yes, you will, Joe. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. What a man! What a man! So there you go. Joe Murphy and I have talked for two hours and three minutes, and uh, it's time to take a break. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com.
hot as a balloon Shoots up through the stony ground There's no room No space to rent in this town You're out of luck And the reason that you had to care The traffic is stuck
If you missed the first two hours and 17 minutes, what the hell? What the actual hell? I mean, we talked sports for two hours, me and Joe Murphy. It's okay. You can go back. You can go to ArnieRadio.com, download it, get it sent to you. Big shout out to 4T5 Printing, who is already working on my world championship shirt. Hopefully, people are working on opening day tickets. Um, I'm going to get this out of the way now. Otherwise, I'll probably fucking bellow through it. I just want to say, ass family, thank you so much for all the lovely words that you've said about the Rangers. Uh, 
You made a 12-year-old boy very happy. That was that was the first year we had season tickets. Um, and whew, going to the parade tomorrow, very excited about it. Um, no show. Thanks to you guys. I appreciate it. Um, it, it, it it's just so awesome. I, I, I don't even know why I'm crying, but it's so awesome. I have, I've endured for 52 years. Mm. So without you guys, none of this would have been possible. So um, thank you guys. We will be at the parade. I'll take plenty of pictures, probably do a live thing from it. Oh, and opening day, like I said, opening day can't get here fast enough. Look, I love I love football season. I do. Um, but, man, oh, man, I, I'm ready for baseball. I'm ready for the first pitch. I'm ready for pitchers and catchers. I'm ready to walk into that, into that stadium on opening day next year. And I don't care if we're on the road first. Fuck it. We'll, I'll wait until the home, the home opener I got to go to. So now, since we've talked so much sports today, we got to get back to the regular things. Um, and yes, thank you for allowing me to have my teeth out. I won't do that again. I know I've sounded like an idiot. Um, now back to the real world. By the way, uh, let me send out a special thank you uh, to the allies that made sure nothing bad happened during the World Series. I appreciate that. Uh, now is the time. Hey, Israel, you guys go ahead and fucking start slaughtering. You guys go right ahead. Because Hamas has come out, or I'm sorry, Hamas. The leader of Hamas came out and said, we vow to repeat the October 7th attacks and bring about the annihilation of Israel. While they they said, oh, we didn't mean to hurt civilians. Uh, there were complications on the ground. Well, you, you didn't mean to hurt civilians, yet you went into nothing but neighborhoods. That, that, that's the only place you were attacking were neighborhoods. And people. And let me just tell you, Hamas, you're a little smarter than what you look like. I know know that you're all a bunch of goat fuckers, but you didn't fuck around and mess up the World Series to piss off a bunch of Texas Ranger fans. We're still going to kick the shit out of you. Put some scratch in your voice and you and Joe would sound like twins. Jesus. Um... I can't even imagine how I'd react if they ever win. Glad you're enjoying it. Oh, I'm loving it. Uh, If they say you want to annihilate a country, then you get what you deserve. Well, I know that Biden yesterday, he has called for a pause. Um, Real quick. Well, this is kind of sports talk, Cowboys girl, because we're going to talk about kicking somebody's ass. Um. Does anybody else have this not-so-fresh feeling when it comes to the actual leader of our country and his resolve to stand behind Israel? Have you noticed all the the things he's kind of saying but not saying? 
Like, hey, Israel, you might want to, you know, scale back. You might want to do this. You might. Doesn't that sound like somebody who's playing kind of for both teams? I'm just wondering. Because he called for it yesterday again to, to put a pause in this fighting. And he has not once come out and talked down to Rashida Tlaib, Imar Oman, or AOC calling for war crimes because there have been no... If you want to assume war crimes, then you got to go to Hamas first. You know what I'd like to see? Well, actually, I wouldn't like to see this because that means it would be happening in America and it would be on. Um, I'd like to see AOC at a music festival. And then I'd like to see some guys falling in from the sky on parachutes with, with automatic weapons. She's probably at some bullshit Lilith Fair or something. And I want to see these guys, they, they, they fly in with these weapons and they start shooting up everybody. And then I want to hear what a war crime is. That's what I'd like to hear. <clears throat> Annihilate Gaza and turn it into Disneyland Israel. That, but <laughs> fuck wit. That's a, that's a good one. Fuck wit. Wants a pause to secure more funding. This is like something trying to tell you to stop kicking scabs ass. Yeah. <laughs> like if I'm on top of him, I'm not stopping. Bionic elbow after bionic elbow. I read the U.S. is vetting possible replacements for BB. Who's BB? Biden? BB? I don't know who BB is. I'd like to see a pack of Muslims pass her around like a party goat. Well, and then we can talk about war crimes. You want to talk about war crimes? Let's talk about war crimes. You know, you're gonna you're going to accuse Israel, Netanyahu. Okay, BB is Netanyahu. Thank you. I just know him as Netanyahu. Netanyahu. Why? Why are they replacing him? Oh, I know why. Because they want somebody soft that gives into Palestine. Okay, that's it. All right, that 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 helps terrorists. Okay, I I, I get it now. Um, if that's not treasonous, I guess I don't know what treason is. War crimes. This is a war crime. Let's say let let's say that you're you're somebody and you you worship a certain way. I don't know. Let's let's call it Judaism. Let's just call it that. By the way, I saw him earlier and I meant to say it, uh, but I was in the middle with Joe, Adam J in Mexico, Buenos Dias amigo. Thank you for your Ranger shout-out. I appreciate that. Um, do you remember that little skirmish that we had in the 40s? That little thing called World War II? Little fella. Little, little fella uh, by the name of Adolf Hitler. You know, he rounded up Jews, put them on trains, and he sent them to these camps. No, not the cool camps that your kids go to in the summertime. No, no, no. These were camps where Jewish people were forced to concentrate on themselves. Um, uh, 
And he annihilated about six to eight million of them just based on the fact of the religion that they chose. Now, that's a war crime. Right? right, right. We, we, we've all defined that as a war crime. So the Palestinians, or Hamas, who flew in uh, and dropped in unannounced and started killing random civilians, that's not a war crime? Netanyahu's the owner of the clothing line, BB. Holy shit, Jews do control everything. Oh... <laughs> uh, too bad all the Jews are on the same side, even their left. Look, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you right now. You aren't going to stop Israel. The UN's probably, and, and, and by the way, why would you? These people have been persecuted for a long time, and they've got the goods to stop the persecution. I don't think we need our help in there. We'll just keep the others out from invading in. Oh, Iran, North Korea, China, you want some? Well, then you're going to have to deal with us. And you know what? Let's get somebody in office who's got a pair of balls that just says, let the fucking, let the military do what they're do, they're supposed to do. People might not like me saying this. We have assembled the greatest killing force in the world. That's what the United States military is. That's their job, to protect us. And if somebody's going to fuck with us or one of our main allies, well, it's time to get the step in there, Hamas. And by stepping, I mean getting your damn heads blown off because I'm tired of this bullshit. I'm... I'm I'm tired of the stupidity. Jimmy G's birthday is today. Happy birthday. You're getting benched. Uh, That was just a peaceful protest. They've been at war with each other since the beginning of time. Yeah. And let's let Israel just finish it off, shall we? Michelle Obama has a set of balls, but I don't think that's what you meant. No, no, no. I I meant the more uh, etherical version. Biden can't remember where he put his balls. Well, that's because... Dr. Jill has them. Good old Dr. Jill. Everybody's favorite first lady. Fuck you, Jill. You're a horrible fucking woman. This is why everybody hates you, Jill. This kind of shit. Amen to that. <sighs> oh, here's the Hamas guys talking. <laughs> Israel is a country that has no place in our land. لأنه بالفعل هي تعتبر كارثة أمنية وعسكرية وسياسية للأم العربية. The Arabs and Islam, we are not ashamed to say with full force, we must teach Israel a lesson and we will do it right. Al-Aqqa's flood is just the first time there will be more because we have the determination, the resolve, and the capabilities to fight. Oh, boy. Hey, Chihuahua. Hey, hey, little Chihuahua. You're you're in the you're in the yard with a big old fucking cane corso pit bull mix. <laughs> and and we we we've got our pit bull mix on a stay right now because he's so well trained. You keep fucking barking. You keep yapping. 
We're going to let that dog off that stay. Maybe the dog will eat you. Maybe the dog will fuck you. I don't know. Maybe the dog will fuck you and eat you. Or maybe he'll eat you and then fuck you. I don't know. Oh, and by the way, by the way, right about now, it's not the time to really fuck around. Because you see Veterans Day, I believe, is this coming week. Is Veterans Day on Monday? Hold on a second here. Um, Veterans Day is Friday, or tomorrow, or or a week from Friday. Okay, Veterans Day, that means the Marine Corps birthday is on the 9th. You don't want to fuck with the Marines around their birthday time? Come on, that's when they all come back. You don't want to fuck around with them? You don't want a bunch of pissed off Marines? But maybe you do. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what floats your boat. I, I, don't, I, I don't know. I guess getting dead floats your boat. So enjoy it. Can't wait to see it. By the way, by the way, by the way, you know, we've seen these protests. Did you see the video of Newsom falling down plane stairs? Nope. Oh, oh, hold on. Now we got to find it. <clears throat> Gavin Newsom falls down. I got the kid run, him running over. I, I don't have any videos of him falling downstairs. I have him taking out a basketball player. Uh, it's the 11th, but it's observed on Friday. Um, all right, <clears throat> billionaire Leon Cooperman. Now, we've seen these rallies. Uh, XXG Force will send it. Okay. Students at the University of Columbia, Columbia have participated in a rally to support Palestine. And we've been seeing these at all these Ivy League schools like Harvard. Well... Well, the billionaire has pulled all his financing from Columbia, and he says these kids. Well, let me let me let him say it. He'll say it better than I can. We are back with billionaire investor and Omega Family Office Chair and CEO Leon Cooperman. Leon, um, I got to bring this up. It's so much in the news, especially in the last couple of hours. You are a proud graduate of Columbia Business School, class of '67 son of Polish-Jewish immigrants, first in your family to graduate from college. What do you make of what's happening at Columbia, well, and Harvard, Stanford, NYU as well? There was a student walkout at Columbia just a couple of hours ago, driven by Columbia professor Joseph Massad, who called the Hamas attack, quote, awesome. Where are we in the world when 1,300 Israeli civilians I think these kids slaughtered- at the colleges have for brains. <laughs> That's where you think we We have one reliable ally in Israel. We only have... One more time, uh, sir. I think these kids at the colleges have for brains. That's where you think we are. We have one reliable ally in the Middle East. That's Israel. We only have uh, one democracy in the Middle East. That's Israel. Okay? And we have one economy tolerant of different people, you know, gays, lesbians, etc. And that's Israel. So they have no idea what these young kids are doing. And that's one of the reasons I wrote my book. 
Now, the real shame is I've given to Columbia probably about $50 million over many years, and I'm going to suspend my giving. I'll give my giving to other organizations. Wow, that is a big statement. Uh, so right here, right now, you're saying no more money to Columbia. He's on the phone. Yeah, unless I see a change. I told him that they should fire this professor that made the comments he made. Well, that's what's called fucking around and finding out. Now, if you don't know anything about higher education that there are people that are actually there for the educational part of it, but there are a lot of people there who are there for the financial benefits, including getting all the big money from donors. Donors can buy really cool equipment for science departments, for whatever departments, robotics. And they count on people like this fellow. And now Mr. Cooperman who I salute you, sir, comes out and says, these kids have shit for brains, God bless you. I, w I wish that you ran a fucking store or something because I would only shop there. It's going to take more acts like this to, to make these people understand that this is... These people... Uh, and yesterday we kind of talked about this. We didn't really get into it a lot yesterday, and I thought about it a lot yesterday, trying to keep my mind occupied before game six or game five. By the way, the Rangers won the World Series. Just want to let everybody know that. Um, <clears throat> but I thought about this yesterday. Um, yeah, safety guy says the side's waking up. Oh, it's starting to. You're pissing us off. Um when we get these idiot neo-Nazi terrorists who walk around with swastikas on and they're spraying, spray painting swastikas on synagogues and doing all sorts of death to Jews, we usually round those people up and arrest them for said hate crimes. Yet the government came out and announced that they will not treat these people these pro-Palestinian supporters, you know, like the gay and lesbian groups that support Palestine, even though Palestine would kill you. Um, we're not going to label them as domestic terrorists like we do the, the, the Nazi-wearing uh, white supremacists. But they're saying the exact same things. So is there what what's the difference? Oh, I, I already know what the difference is. Cause there's also another commercial that's on TV right now. There's a couple commercials on TV right now that are talking about how since the attacks on October seventh, um, hate crimes against Jews have risen three hundred and eighty eight percent. Well, it said stop hating Jews, and then another hashtag came up, stop hating blacks, stop hating Asians. You know which one I didn't see up there? Stop hating whites. Mate says, I have something to say, uh, sir. How about those Rangers? Damn right. Um, 
why is it that we're not rounding these Palestinian people up who are saying and marching and displaying swastikas? How come we're not loading them up? How come when they marched on the Capitol building in Washington, D.C. and went in, how come that was not it, it called an insurrection? Hmm? Hmm? Anybody? Does anybody? It, it, please, for the love of God, Dr. States, don't stop hating Asians. Oh, I don't hate Asians. Look, I don't hate anybody. I, I, I like to make fun of everybody. I mean, I want to be ninja. I mean, who doesn't? I want to chow, 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 chow down, and chow down to Chinatown. I want to be ninja. Fucking white people. I mean, seriously. Just hang white folks out to dry. I'm fine. But the reason in this goes back to this thing that I talk about, and y'all are probably sick of it, and I'm sick of saying it, but it's true. It's this bullshit white guilt that's out there. Slides off limits to Ching Chong's. You see, that's a funny drop. I got it from a movie with two Chinese girls, and the little boys said that, and the two Chinese girls beat the hell out of them. And it's funny. You see, it's funny. Everybody gets so worked up about funny stuff. Unless it's against white people. I mean, this right here, oh. Hey, where are the white women at? Oh, my God. What a line that was from fucking Blazing Saddles. And it was a great line. By the way, you could say that one today. Uh, I sent it to Facebook Messenger. Okay, let's see. Check over there, message request. I still haven't gotten this. Why am I not here? Why am I not getting everything? Is this it? No, that ain't it. Hmm. Weird. I'll keep an eye out for it. I I, I promise you. Uh, let's see. Switch over. No, nope, nothing yet. All right. <clears throat> uh, let's see. I'm voting Republican. And it's Dim's fault. I would have stayed in my lane and voted third party, but they had to go all fucking woke and be racist against certain groups and promote child mutilations. Yep. Anytime Mike says I'm Irish and a Yankees fan plus white, I'm hated by everyone. Well, yeah, well, you could be a Cowboys fan too. That would really that would send you over the top. Uh, you know who I feel bad for? Kanye West. He said shit about Jews and got in trouble. Now those people who wanted to cancel Kanye are pro- protesting Israel. I saw a weird story about Kanye about how he just lives in a regular house now, no maids, no nothing. And his daughter, North, or, well, I don't even know his kids' names, don't care, prefers living with him than Kim. Well, yeah, because Dad's crazy and lets her do anything. Uh, oh, 
Douglas, you found it? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Oh. Many on social media crying foul against California Governor Gavin Newsom after watching this clip from his controversial trip to China. China. Oh, yeah, this is where he took the kid out. Boom! Yeah, I played that. He fouled the shit out of that kid. Some fancy footwork on the court before plowing down a young boy during a pickup game. He laughed it off, picking up the boy and giving him a hug. That didn't go according to his plan, wow. I'm sure, guys. There Oops. you go, Americans. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, but the rent of that regular apartment is twenty thousand a year. Oh, absolutely. <coughs> or twenty thousand a month, probably. I don't know. This is this is a, a big time right now in America, and, and I and I tell you, every election is the most important election of your life. But I really do mean it for the twenty twenty four one. I mean, we have an election coming up. What Tuesday? I mean, you can vote Tuesday on like certain things. I know that the property tax uh, thing is big here in Texas this week, so I'll be out voting on Tuesday for that. One more story about the actual president, and, and this just worries me. Experts warn that Biden's AI order has wrong priorities despite positive reviews. This is my question. I'm not even going to read the story. Um, why is Joe Biden being brought in with anything with AI? <laughs> I mean, I can't be the only person in America saying, that grandpa who can't walk up the stairs should not be briefed in any AI meetings whatsoever. I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now. I mean, I mean, Kamala Harris, she's also too stupid, but... And I think the first part of this issue that should be articulated is AI is kind of a fancy thing. It's, first of all, it's two letters. It means artificial intelligence. Wow. Wow. I, I, holy shit. You know, I, I, I'm sorry. I forgot this is an educational program. Because uh, he's a remote control robot. <laughs> I thought Kamala was AI czar. She is. She's the AI czar, and she's also the uh, immigration czar. AI Joe Biden would be more coherent than the real thing. Hey, you know what? Look, if they made an AI version of Joe Biden, I would equate that to a Betamax player. <laughs> he's an old VHS He's an old VCR, but a beta. He wasn't even good enough to be VHS. That's how shitty his AI is. Don't talk to this man about AI. Oh, my God. You know he still calls a remote a clicker. He calls every remote a clicker. The garage door clicker, the TV clicker. The clicker for, for Jill's dildos. The clickers. <clears throat> AI is missing something. It should be AIG. Arnie's got... Absolutely. 
I'm glad I'm old. I'm glad that this AI thing hopefully won't really affect me too bad. At least I, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about it because I'm old. Uh, he has a slave boy as a clicker. <laughs> Keeps that slave boy in line with his dog. He carries around one of those clickers that, that they train dogs with. <laughs> he sees a black Secret Service agent. Click, click, click. Fucking scout is on it. 160 IQ comment by the vice president. Yeah. That's another person that shouldn't be in charge of anything. I always laugh when I see, like, the, the, the Twitter page of Joe Biden when he tweets something out. I'm like, good Lord. Who are they trying to kid? Who are they trying to kid that Joe Biden is savvy enough to use Twitter? I'm going to say it right now. I bet you Joe doesn't even have a cell phone. I know he's got AIDS. Not not those kind. He's, people that help him. He's not, he's not sick. I, I, I'm not breaking anything here. But he's got all the White House interns and the pages and all these people that help him. Joe ain't got no phone. And if Joe has a phone, I'm going to even say it's not even a flip phone. It's that old-ass Qualcomm. You remember the old-ass, like, almost brick phones? It was like the, the one that came after the brick phone, and you had the snake game on there that slithered around. <laughs> Jitterbug. Poking a keyboard with a pencil eraser. Oh, there is no way. There is no way. Joe ain't got a camera on his phone. Joe's camera, he still has a Kodak disc. Ah, we got to take these to get developed. Take them Scranton. Ah, Scranton. No. He, 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 Joe has two voices. He has tough guy, and then there's the fucking pussy whisperer. Come on, man. I mean, here, th- this is a perfect example of it right here. Let's see. Uh, you have... Come on, man. See? Kind of sounds like a pussy there. And then... Keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Horror of the ho- Holocaust. See? And you're an idiot. He really is. He uses flash powder. <laughs> he, he's got one of them old cameras like my grandma had, where you have to you have to screw in the flash. Oh, I'm old. Let, let me let me just tell you. If you think that I didn't get you with the old remark with the disc camera, then you remember we all had that. Somebody had that really cool rectangle camera. But my grandma had a camera. It, it kind of looked like a little, little purse type deal, but it, it had like a, a, a flash that you'd screw in. And that thing got hot as fuck. And it would only last for like a couple pictures, but I remember that. Joe's phone is still having a, a box bag phone from the 80s, you know, that weighed 20 pounds and had a cord recovered. 
but but he's talking about AI. Mr. President, this is something you don't even need to worry about. Nothing to see here, Mr. President. By the way, you were handed a gigantic loss here in the state of Texas. As a federal judge has told the federal government to stop cutting the razor wire at the border. Keep that razor wire up. The old flash cubes, yeah. These were even smaller than flash cubes. He still uses a typewriter. My favorite Joe Biden is the one who tries to evoke sympathy and whiffs it worse than than Bill Buckner. Imagine if it was a World War II soldier and entered you and said, tough stuff, your people being gassed and dropping dead. Stand up for Jews, Chuck. He is, his empathy needs work. Yes, federal judge ordered Biden administration to stop cutting the razor wire along the fences. Why? Because it ain't yours. That's why. Oh, we're cutting it down. Why are you cutting it down? See, you can learn a lot about the law by watching Judge Judy. For the longest time, I hated Judge Judy. I I will tell you the truth. But I started watching Judge Judy, and I got to say, she breaks it down pretty good. This is why she's been on TV for 50 years. First of all, Judge Judy don't fuck around. She doesn't care what you have to say. And she will ask you the right questions. I had an old boy the other day. He was having a party. Having a party at his, at his big, big mama's house, right? Some girl got hit in the face with a chair. And he's like, well, I'm not responsible. It's the party who hit her with a chair. She's like, no, you were throwing a party. You made people pay. It's your responsibility to take care of her medical bills. So I imagine Judge Judy's a federal judge here, and she's like, well, why are you cutting it? Is it yours? Well, no. Then don't cut it. Ruling for the plaintiff, state of Texas. I want some, you know what? I want some, uh, I, I, I want some reimbursement for all the razor wire that they fucking ruined. That's what I want. Biden always talks about his first wife, his kid's mother. How'd she die? Are we sure Jill didn't kill her or are we used to him? Didn't she die in a car accident? Wasn't it like her and like one of their kids? And Joe was a swinging single? Swinging and ready to mingle? Or single and ready to mingle, not nuts. And he found this married gal. He says, hey, I like you, and I'm a senator. You don't start dating me, honey, I'll get you fucking, uh, I, I will get you audited. And they fell in love. God almighty. Help us. Help us. Lord almighty. So, yeah, the razor wire going back up. Not that it's going to stop anybody, but whatever. At least it's kind of cool that it's up there. Now, this story broke last night, and um, this is very interesting. Now, I don't know why she went to the the halls of Congress to announce this, but last night, Nancy Pelosi had one of her pages read off uh, a, a statement saying that Nancy Pelosi was subpoenaed 
for a criminal case in California. The subpoena was read by the House clerk, which standard when a member is issued a subpoena. Uh, this is to formally notify you to pursue Rule 8 of the Rules of House of Representatives that I, the Honorable Nancy Pelosi, uh, have been served with third-party subpoenas from prosecution defendant to produce documents in a criminal case in the U.S. District Court for the Northern District of California. Now, a lot of people, uh, what's your email? ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. A lot of people are saying that this has to do with the, um, the hammer attack on her husband, Paul Pelosi, which it could be because I believe it starts, the trial starts next week. I wish it was for insider trading. I wish it was for one of the many crimes that I know that she's committed. But what's she going to produce? Like, like I thought this was a pretty open and shut case, right? Didn't they make it seem like it was? This guy was crazy, went over there and attacked Paul Pelosi, even though we never heard him yell out Nancy's name when the police show up. We see him beat the shit out of Paul Pelosi with a hammer. See, this is what I think it is. Now, I know we talked about this. Now, Paul Pelosi, there, there's been rumors. There's been some accusations about him. And I got to say that I, I have not done my job this morning, and I apologize because I've mentioned her name a lot of times. And when the last time I saw a mouth like that, I had a hook in it. So there you go. Um... <clears throat> You remember um, a few weeks before the infamous hammer attack, Paul Pelosi was involved in a DUI stop. Now, I don't know if it was just a routine stop or if there was an accident, but do you remember what the police report said? That there was an unidentified person in the passenger seat. Now... Nobody said who that was. And then a couple weeks later, Paul Pelosi gets the ever-loving shit beat out of him with, with a hammer. All right, here we go. Let me put this over here. Okay. All right, I've got it now. Well, supposed to have it. Hold on a second. Refresh. Refresh. There we go. All right. Here we go. Download the video. All right. Video. There we go. Gavin Newsom. That ain't Gavin Newsom. That's Tommy Tuberville. That happened a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's Tommy Tuberville. He's a Republican. I did see that, and we did talk about it. But, but thank you for sending it. Um... It looks like it looks like Newsom, but it's Tommy Tuberville. I promise. Um, so, so good old Nance. She got to be in court next week. Now, what do you think? I've been waiting for this trial. I hope this is against the guy who beat him with it, because I'm I'm about to get what I think it is. <clears throat> so. It goes back to the DUI. I think Paul was out there and he was diddling some people. 
consensually, consensually diddling. And he found this guy who beat him with the hammer, kind of liked his style, kind of liked his vibe. Maybe he was blowing him. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know, jerking him off while he was driving. That's how he lost control. But he got DUI. Remember that. I remember how nobody said anything about him, the fact that he got a DUI. And a couple weeks later, out of nowhere, there's Paul. You see a big old glass of scotch in the room, which one of the rules of getting a DUI is usually you've got to clean up for 90 days or whatever. But, of course, they're above the law. I personally think that the guy who hit him with a hammer was an escort. I, I, I think that this guy was a, a paid escort, and I think Paul Pelosi didn't want to pay. Guy barricaded himself in the bathroom for a little while. And by the way, so <clears throat> there's some other things in this story that, that don't come out. It, he let Paul Pelosi have the phone. Um, she's the sitting speaker of the house, and there's no security there at her personal residence in San Francisco. I know she wasn't there, but still they're going to have security on her family. I mean, Hunter Biden has Secret Service agents around him. You don't think the Speaker of the House has some kind of house security around her all the time? This guy beat his way into the house because I I think he wanted money from Paul Pelosi for uh, the old fresh and fruity Rudy Tootie. I'm going to blow your patootie. Paul was consensually involved with someone where money was exchanged. I believe that's what it is. Security was parked across the street. Yeah, nothing happened. Weird. Weird how the sitting speaker of the house's husband gets attacked in his own home. And it's being held there for a while by the guy. I think they got done fucking. Maybe maybe Paul Pelosi has that. We, we've heard about this with chicks. Um, maybe he's got that weird rape fantasy. Where, you know, like, like, and by the way, guys, don't ever fall for it. Unless it's, you know, maybe your wife or somebody. Unless she's just taken out an insurance policy against you. Don't fall for that rape idea. Or they want, they want you to break into the house and rape them. I wouldn't fall for that. That's just setting yourself up for trouble. I think Paul Pelosi dug that. He's like, yeah, I think I think I want to try that. And then he didn't want to pay. Because maybe then the hooker found out who he was. And it's like it's like buying flowers for a wedding. When they find out it's for a wedding, it gets jumped up like 50%. They found out. He's Nancy Pelosi's husband. Got jumped up a few percent. He saw a picture of her. The guy, the intruder saw a picture of Nancy and said, When the last time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. The trash panda says, I don't condone it, but he was probably coming back from Applebee's with that dude. <laughs> oh, all right. A couple more stories here. Uh, all right. I'm just going to read this one really fast because this is so stupid. Al Pacino and his girlfriend reached an agreement on custody of infant son. Well, I would hope so. I would hope that the gal has custody. 
because I don't want this to become a sitcom of real life. Me and my 83-year-old dad, we're both being potty trained together. By the way, the agreement has not been disclosed. Well, let, let me guess what the agreement is. She gets full custody. Al, Al can see him whenever Al decides he wants to see him. I don't really think Al's sitting there, Your Honor, this is a travesty that I can't see my own. What'd they have? Boy, I can't see my own little baby boy. Hoo-ha! If I was the man I was 20 years ago, I'd take a flamethrower to this place. Justice system. Oh, you're all a bunch of bums, a lot of you. And Clooney, Pitt, Damon. Fuck you too. There you go. A representative for Pacino confirmed that the two are still together. Where's he going to go? I mean, I, I, I mean, seriously, I mean, she's, how old is she, 23, 29? She's 29 and he's 83. I mean, I don't want to just flat out call her a gold digger, but when the shoe fits and it quacks and walks and talks like a gold digger, then usually it's a fucking gold digger. What 29-year-old says, oh, this is the love of my life. He's 83. He can still lay the pipe every once in a while. <laughs> Your rat says, all of this is just ooh, all of it. Hoo-ha. So Al uh, losing custody of his child. <laughs> Not that I thought he was ever going to get custody of his kid. Now, this is this story right here, I, this doesn't need a whole lot of explaining, but it does. Khloe Kardashian is accused of black fishing as she sports darker skin tone in Bratz doll Halloween shoot. Pretending to be a black or brown woman, isn't it? Um... So, so this is when you like try to like like dress black, I guess, and and walk and talk and act black. That's called black fishing. Okay, um, I would think it was the eno- the enormous number of black cocks that had been inside Khloe Kardashian that would make her think that she was part black or brown woman, or it could be the fact that OJ is probably her daddy. Why is this person popular? Why is Khloe Kardashian popular? I mean, she, she didn't even do a sex tape. Not that I'd want to see one from that heifer. But, but like, she didn't do one. The, the other one, Courtney, she didn't do one. One who's knocked up with the blink fella now. None of the younger ones have done sex tapes. 
Sush says Armenians are brown idiots. I, I, I Look, it's just what they're accusing her of. I don't care if she wants to think she's black or whatever. She's fat and ugly still. Well, she's not fat still, but she was fat. But my God, Tristan Thompson, Lamar Odom. Come on. She likes BBC. She's so fake, I think her ass is even fake. Oh, I would imagine it probably is. Black fishing is a thing. That's Michael Rappaport's whole career. Amen to that. Boy, if there's somebody in the, in the world of entertainment that needs a good fucking gigantic ass kicking, it's Michael Rappaport. God damn, I was rooting for Omar Epps and fucking higher learning. All right, final story of the day. You fuck around in Wisconsin? Oh, yeah. You betcha. Uh, here in Wisconsin, we, we, we take Badger football pretty darn serious, you know. That and cheese. A 21-year-old Wisconsin man who was drunk, shocking, is charged with biting a man's fingertip off after being told to stop groping guests at a golf course wedding which could leave the victim facing lifelong deformity. Uh, 21-year-old Nathan Lancey has been charged with aggravated battery and disorderly conduct uh, at the club at Lac La Belle venue on Friday. Allegedly, he lunged at a guest before he was pinned down to the ground by three others and had bit around a half an inch off the victim's fingertip. I mean, that's a pretty good bite. I mean, he, he got a hold of that. Officers were called to the course over reports someone had their fingertip bitten off. Has a big old fat foot. This guy could be the fucking Bob's big boy. They gave him the right swirl in his hair. He could be Bob's big boy. Um, his he, he has a bond of twenty five thousand dollars. Witnesses told prosecutors that there were two incidents involving the man at the wedding. The original incident occurred when he when the defendant had inappropriately touched another guest. Oh boy, that liquid courage gets in you. Now, did it say what finger? It was an index finger? I mean, because if I'm the judge, see, I, I, I'm going to have to rule on this based on the importance of the finger. If he bites a half inch off the pinky, that's a, that's a pretty big bite. I got to say on the pinky one, that, that, that one's going to get you... I think that one gets you five years, okay? Now, if he bites off your ring finger, the tip of your ring finger, I think that's the lowest one. I I, I think that's probably $1,000 bail. Or, 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 or you, you know what I mean? 
if been off part of the thumb, boy, that's gonna we're we're gonna be starting to get into the 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 thousands or if not the tens of thousands. You bite off the index finger, you bite any part of the index finger off, it's hard to point at people or say you're number one anymore. That one's gonna be kind of drastic. And let's all remember that that the the index finger is the number one picking finger. Where you, you and, and I already know that you guys pick too. I'm having the hardest time right now not picking my nose. Oh, but Arnie, they were serving finger food at the wedding. So and then we get to the granddaddy of them all. If you touch my middle finger. That that right there, I I want I want a hundred million dollars from you. You you fuck with my middle finger. That's my money finger right there. You want to release some endorphins? They flip somebody off. There you go. So he's he's gonna go to trial and all that kind of stuff. Lovely wedding. <laughs> now. The way the couple sees it is two totally different ways, by the way. Um, the female in the in the wedding party, the most important one in the wedding party, she looks at this and goes, you ruined my wedding. I can't believe you bit off someone's finger. And it'll get worse. It'll go from bit off fingertip to bit off finger to bit off hand. To possibly bitten off arm, which that would be that would be an incredible way to do that. But she's going to be pissed about this now. The groom, now mind you, I, I'm I'm envisioning the groom being someone that that hangs out with me and my friends. The groom would look at this in a whole different way. The groom has a great wedding story. When you're sitting around, maybe at work. You're talking about weddings and how, you know, my wedding sucked. You know, I had this or that. Oh, yeah? Did anybody get their finger bitten off at your wedding? I mean, that guy right there gets it. That's a story right there that makes sure he doesn't have to buy drinks for a long time. Uh, Ask Family, that is going to do it for us today. Uh, We will be back on Monday because tomorrow I will be attending the World Series Parade for my beloved Texas Rangers uh, happening in Arlington. Please look for me on the TV. I will try to get on. I'll probably go up and grab the trophy or something. Um, No, I won't do anything like that. Uh, but we're going to head to the parade tomorrow, so no show tomorrow. We will be back Monday. Tomorrow will be one of the last days I take off this year, so uh, not to worry. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. Thank you very, very much for letting me open the show and do the show the way I wanted to do today um, with a tribute to my dad, with him on the piano, and the World Series call. Uh, I'm going to do it one more time before we leave. But until Monday, have a wonderful weekend. Remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Um, If you're going to go out and party and celebrate like the Rangers should be celebrating all weekend, please do go out, tip a few for me. But whatever you do, get an Uber home, get a Lyft home, get a designated driver. I don't care. Get home safe because we want you back on Monday. And by the way, big surprise that day. (laughs) 
wouldn't be no Alamo No Cowboys in the Super Bowl No Lonesome Dove, no Yellow Rose If it wasn't for Texas Swim the Rio Grande I wouldn't be an American If it wasn't for Texas Fort Worth would never cross my mind There'd be no Austin City limit sign No Lone Star of any kind for Texas I've never gone to Tennessee To sing my songs and chase my dreams Only heaven knows just where I'd be if it wasn't for Texas Fort Worth would never cross my mind There'd be no Austin City limit sign And no Lone Star of any kind If it wasn't for Texas It made me the man I am Thank God for my whole stomping ground I wouldn't be standing right here right now If it wasn't for Texas If it wasn't for Texas If it wasn't for Texas There's three gods in Texas. The Almighty Yourself, Arnie, and George Strait. You just met one of them. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.